hello, blessed ones. So we're going to be picking back up where we left off a few weeks ago. A lot's been going on, busy schedules and other stuff that came up. So we're going to get back into learning about Exodus. Although I think we're on the last chapter of the laws that were given out. And there were, um, and then I think God is going to confirm the covenant with Moses in chapter 24. So we're just going to be covering the last bit of the laws. And then hopefully after that, we're getting into some exciting stuff with the troublemakers on the mountain and see what they're up to. Hi, how are you, Mark? Hey, doing pretty good. I saw your the talking cat video. Oh my God. That was really that sweet. Was that, that got a lot of views actually. It yeah. Did. You never know. I mean, you know, it's funny because I think like, oh, this video is kind of stupid and boring and then it'll be the most popular one, you know. Well, you had a good tagline. It's like, you know, like something important <laughs> you have to say. So, of course, that just happened. Yeah, that happened just like the day before I uploaded it. And uh, it was after the new uh, the new sign and wonder. The new narrative had begun. Yeah. So like since the last time we talked, there a whole new narrative has begun. Unfortunately, yeah. Uh, on the world stage, isn't that funny? It's, it's like suddenly, like the new narratives come in in one day, and it's there. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, it's like all the little Furby start talking, and then there it goes. But I mean, yeah. now even the Christian circuit is like at the end time news stuff. You know? Oh, oh yeah, but they're all a bunch of dispensationalists. That's the thing. Most people. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, you know, I mean, I don't know how you... thoroughly disappointed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, how did you escape that? I mean, it just seemed like everyone I've talked to at church is a pre-tribulation rapture. Yeah. And dispensationalist. So Israel is like, you know, anything that happens All in buzz, Israel, right. it's the it's the end times, right? So, Which I is mean, so far from, I mean, uh, you heard about the 70th week prophecy in the oh. generation. I'm like, oh my God. So they're I'm actually... Sorry. Waiting. I'm sorry, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> 70 comes right after 69 69 there's no gap there's no 2000 year gap between oh, the 69 and the like and the, for the people out there <laughs> just been, oh you got me started i i, I started it out but uh no oh, i got all this pent-up rage no because i'm like yeah it just drives me crazy dispensationalism um but unfortunately it is the most popular view in American, it's American thing. It's an American it Christianity is. thing. It began in the 1800s. Yeah, and guess no one what? ever had this view before that ever at all. I don't know. It's like it's like absurd stuff and all false information. But Christians are so drawn to it, and then they keep promoting this idea that you know the fig tree generation after 1948. They're adding the 70 years. Maybe max eighty years. That, exactly. that has no, no, that no, no. This, this, if you try to open the Bible and see, they they can't do it. There are no verses that back up that whole idea, and they they do think they have a few verses, but they're completely out of context. And um, this generation is the first century A.D. A lot of things people think are talking about the second coming already happened in the first century a lot not everything but a lot of things um especially the destruction of the temple right so when jesus is in matthew 24 i figured out matthew, matthew 24 by the way um <laughs> yeah <laughs> well, for me because i was it's a little confusing right but i got i bet i that's i spent like two weeks uh looking into that recently and uh it's like okay i get it now it's very it's it's confusing and it's got apocalyptic prophetic writings and it's symbolic 
and it goes back to Isaiah. But anyway, first half of Matthew 24 is about the destruction of the temple, 70 AD. Second half is about the parousia, the second coming of Christ. So basically, roughly, simply. I wish we were already studying. Yeah, yeah. Just just for those out there who are wondering, that's how it is, and it's confusing. But you know, the basic and question you know, nobody asks: Why would sure. God, who creates everything so precise, he's a mathematician, he's a biologist, he's a chemist, like super smart, right? To the down to nobody can comprehend. But yet, in this scenario, he's like, ah. It's an open gap. We'll just continue. <laughs> no, see, see, people must misunderstand the. Pro- we'll get to Daniel one of these days, and people misunderstand the prophecy of those uh, seventy weeks. Yeah. Yeah, and and what it signifies, it, it actually has come. It, it's already been fulfilled, so that's done. The seventy the week. seventieth week happened already. Right. But we're not really that's off topic a little bit today. But um, yeah. you know, everyone's talking about Israel. It's like, yeah, you know. And for me, you know, I mean, for me, it's a. Um, I yeah, I can't really say what I think it is. I guess. But, well, my um, only advice is just to turn it off and ignore it till the next thing comes up. It'll come quickly with the next. Well, thing. I think it's you know historically speaking. I want. I'm not talking about Israel now, but generally speaking, hypothetically speaking, many countries have done false flags. That's to what initiate, but yeah. we can't say that. That we can't say that. Well, Hypothetically, like everything is related. Yeah. You can't look at one thing <laughs> and act like that's the only thing. So you got to take the entire history, what we have already experienced since 2020, and even before. We just were asleep about a lot of things, and then all the stuff that was happening in Ukraine, which is really meant to be the bigger Israel. You know, that whole they wanted to bring it down and then rebuild it into their new image. Mm. Of, what Israel, I mean, like that, that's actually openly said, even by Zelensky and others. So it's not like something I'm saying, it, they're actually saying it themselves. And then when that started to kind of wean a little bit, surprise, surprise, there's a war now in Israel. So I think you just have to yeah. wait and see what, which direction they're trying to get to. It's all false signs and wonders. You yeah. know, that's the, like, everyone's like, oh, what does this mean according to end times prophecy? I don't know if it means anything. Yeah, so I it, it, only only the deception yeah. angle of it, false signs and wonders. I would say maybe it's, it's God made it very clear, and by now everybody should know what the plan was for the Israelites and why He's blessing them and why He's carrying their story. Which is He made a promise to Abraham that there will be numerous descendants, as many stars in the sky, but they were all supposed to represent God. It's a covenant with God. That, and the word goyim is used actually. I will make goyim. <laughs> I will make a goyim. Well, from Abraham. Israelites goyim that's, that's the, you know, yeah, but yeah. yeah they, we're worshiping God. We're not like yeah. Well, that's the know. thing. There's, Paul, there's no distinction between we might we might disagree on this, but there's no distinction between Jew and Gentile now. We're all saved oh, I through agree faith. With that. Yeah, yeah, we're all saved through faith. So, so there's no Israel is just another country. I don't even know if that's what. God ordained Israel to be, you know, like, I think it might have been manufactured to give them a state, call it Israel. Yeah, yeah, but it's just another country. It's, they're, they're not the special people anymore. That ended in 70 AD, or before that even, with the resurrection. They're, they're, they're done, man, they're toast. But (laughs) there'll be a remnant, there'll be a remnant of them will become believers, just like a remnant of the, uh, the Goyim, the Gentiles. Anyone who has faith in Christ 
is the Israel. Story. That's Israel. That's the yeah. real Israel. Jesus is the true but Israel. He's not done with the land of Israel. Whatever's there. He's done with that. No, he's done with that. He's yeah. done with that. That well, land is polluted. That land is not holy. But it's going to get regenerated. That's where the whole world. The whole the, the land yeah. is just a. That's a type and shadow, which we're going to start looking at here in Exodus, and we might even look. We might even look at Hebrews today, if you yeah. want to. The land of Israel is just a type and shadow, just like the tabernacle was a type and shadow of the true heavenly temple. That land is just like a preview. It's like the trailer. The movie trailer for the main attraction you know so the well, real the real holy land is the kingdom of god that yeah coming well, in the future kingdom of god is going to come back to earth you know in the, exactly and it'll be the whole earth okay. there will not be a physical temple no need for one um well the temple will reside with us i mean god is the temple we're we're the temple exactly Exactly. Yeah. See, now, now we don't we don't even need a temple now, right? The, we are the temple. No, but of God. they are deceived. So, what can we do? They want to build their. <laughs> yeah. That, well, another thing that this is my last point about the whole dispensational pre-tribulation rapture thing. Two point. Two points. One is that their faith is more about we're going to get taken out before the tribulation. Like that's their great hope. It, it's oh, kind of a, a misplaced, it's almost idolatry. Yeah, it's a misplaced faith. They're confusing salvation with, you know, pre-trib rapture and going to heaven forever. But we don't stay in heaven forever. It, heaven comes to earth. And uh, so so there, it's a bit dangerous, I think, that they have all this faith that they're going to get taken out. Like, that's the, they think that's part of Christian doctrine, and it's not. Well, it's a later day I mean, invention. God and said there will be people deceived and go to demonic doctrine. So, yeah, they'll be. So, them? I'm concerned that they might lose their faith when the pre trib rapture doesn't happen. I don't know if they happen. actually had any faith. Yeah, so exactly. If you but, but, why? You know, let's just say a mountain is like purple or something, and they keep wanting to say it's red. If you keep believing that lie when it's the truth is obvious. Do they really have faith in that mountain? No, they don't. They just believe whatever they want to believe. Yeah, so, yeah. It's, it's a false doctrine. Yeah. You and know. The, yeah, and then, well, the final point is that whenever I try to talk about it with them, and often they bring it up or something, and I try to be as polite and calm as possible, they yeah. get very upset. They get they lose their temper. They get upset. They start name-calling. They don't back it up with Bible verses that's my main uh, big problem with the dispensationalists is that they're not able to discuss it calmly. They get defensive because so it's kind of related to the way their hope that yeah, they don't yeah. have to suffer and die for God. That's basically what it is, right? We're yeah. not supposed to suffer and die. Our life doesn't mean like we're supposed yeah. to be a suffering servant, but somehow, you know, a lot of them, they don't want to have to suffer. And really, how do you get to the refined? diamond that we're supposed to be by constantly being agitated and suffering to get bring out that shine yeah. i don't know i mean there's i just hear a lot of different views on christianity and you just really got to stay focused because they can mm. drive you nuts and, <laughs> and yeah because i've been doing a lot of church stuff the last couple of weeks because i've been playing guitar at all these events and stuff but now everyone wants to talk about israel but they all have the pre-trib dispensationalist yeah. view and it's i just have to almost honestly i wish there's a pre-trip I, I don't want to go through all that crap if it means you know us if god really wants to take judgment on the whole earth and take us out 
fabulous. You know, I would love that. But I just don't see any scripture to support it's that. It's not going to happen. No, it's not yeah. going to happen. But but we, we may be protected, though. It's kind of like the Passover, you know. Um, we'll be I here on Earth, but we may be uh, kind of supernaturally protected in certain ways, and other people may be destined to become martyrs. You know, that's either way, oh. God will give us the strength to... In fact, the pa you know, it's funny, though. Even the pastor believes it's the end times. And I don't know, you know, and... Um, which which he hasn't really said at church, but we're, I, you know I spent a lot of time talking to them outside of church, you know. But the uh, but but he, he made some good points though that if if you know if this we don't know for sure, but if this is the final generation, why are we part of that? You know what I mean? Like we were chosen, maybe maybe we were we were chosen to be here for a reason to be part of that final generation, and God will. Why not? Make sure that we can that you know God will allow us to go through it either whatever happens. He will. With, I mean, uh, that's what yeah. we're actually reading in Exodus. This entire book of Exodus is protecting God's people in the wilderness and providing all their needs. I think this is actually if mm. we're to the point where they're going to kick us out of their homes, not have access to whatever, and then we're out in some wilderness. And that's not you know it's going to be everywhere around the world, not just in the United States or. Minnesota or wherever, it's going to affect the elderly, the people that can't walk around, you know, run around and disappear, uh, all the handicapped people, children, babies, and just, you know, all these kind of difficult situations that people already live under. They're not going to be able to escape. And the only person or the only God can really provide and take care of them. And maybe some of them get moved out. But maybe some of them have to escape in the wilderness. Like all these scenarios are open and up for grabs, right? But it's really up to God to figure out how we're going to survive. If And maybe many will die because it talks about uh, all those people that died in the Great Tribulation wearing white robes. Not everybody gets to have an, you know, a clean cut way to get to heaven. I think this story is encouraging, though, that you can make water yeah. out of rocks. Yeah, it's funny because, uh, you know... It's it's it is uh pretty relevant I think to to re to be reading ex Exodus right now more than yeah. I thought it would be you know what I mean right like um because you always think oh we got to read Revelation but really the whole Bible's full of this kind of stuff because it's all yeah. pointing to that final fulfillment of the uh, kingdom of God coming to earth and and this is just it's just getting started with the Israelites you know Abraham Jacob and now these yeah. uh these these group well, of people these stories are really for us. I'll, and Revelation is just kind of capping everything together, saying this is going to be. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> just like it's like throwing throwing everything right yeah. at you in like all kinds of symbolic yeah. language. It's yeah, really, uh, really hard to understand. Yeah, so there's so many different. Uh, you know, it it, it almost it's uh, and and my views kind of change over time about all these things. You know, but uh, you know, you I've been kind of looking at. Yeah, yeah, the Holy Spirit kind of gives us the the wisdom right. and the uh the eyes to see what's going on in the world around us and 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 also it kind of uh, we understand the Bible better over time, I think as well. Yeah. The more we study. And maturity comes in where Maturity, you know, yeah, we yeah. have it earlier. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I've been lately you know a lot of stuff I've been looking into is is about the the inner life in our character all that kind of stuff you know which yeah. plays into it as well you know anyway it's pretty intense stuff so should we start should we, 
Let's start. <laughs> Let's start on the topic. Into it. The thing, the thing uh, we're supposed to be talking about. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> All right. Well, it's always your turn. So it is. I guess so. All right. <laughs> Exodus twenty-three. Um, you must not give a false report. Now, I was just. Um, I wonder. Well, I'll read the whole thing. Do not join your hand with the wicked to be a malicious witness. Now, a false report, could that include fake news? Oh, yeah. And the Absolutely. false uh, signs and wonders, you know, false flag attack. Oh, no, he said it. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's actually right? to protect us from all these vicious things that go on in the media every single day, lying about everything, because then nothing really is the truth. And people don't know how to react and live. They just kind of become zombies. Look so, at the next verse. You must not follow the masses to do evil. Isn't that interesting, the way they translated that? Yeah. Um, the masses. That's yeah. pretty uh, pretty interesting translation. Because, you know, yeah, so it's it's like fake news, false narratives, and then don't follow the masses to, yep. to do evil. <laughs> because I guess masses wow. must buy into all the lies. Right, like we've already. That's very interesting. I never noticed yeah. that because the other translations are like, "Do not fall in with the many." So I guess it's kind of the same thing. But it's uh, yeah. yeah, don't be deceived. Don't get caught up in the narratives. The the based on lies. Hey, there you go. Don't get caught Isn't up on what's going on now with you know where um, or anywhere any narrative. Yeah, I mean because they're all based on lies, and that's you know why. Well, you see the, all these laws like we talked about before. They're all about justice. Yeah, right? loving your neighbor, loving God. And justice and don't lie but we live in a world full of lies and people are liars liars people lie yes. yeah i went to a convenience store the other day and and the the girl working there she shortchanged me on purpose oh really and i and i noticed i could tell i it was obvious to everybody it was on purpose and i you know because i was walking out and i looked at my change it was like no, this isn't right. And I went back and then immediately she gave me the money back. Like, wow. Like she knew she did it on purpose. So she's a little liar. Yeah. Liar. So it wasn't a whole lot of money. People, <laughs> she must have scammed out a lot of people. She's lying. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh man, there it is right there. You know, and this whole thing about <laughs> following the masses, I knew right away the lies that were coming out of their mouth, you know, like, but. It was like watching everybody just agree to it and say, yeah, yeah, this is right. And then you're like, can't you see they're lying? Can't you see, like, why would you go along with such a dr drastic remedy of what they're asking you to do? And it's all lies. But They again, don't have the Holy Spirit to uh, yeah. give them uh, the, the wisdom and also the courage. A lot of people yeah. knew what was going on, but they didn't have the courage. Yeah. They didn't have that. That's kind of interesting. That or the faith first came up today. Yeah, I mean that totally fits in. I think. Um, I mean, I guess it's also talking about you know don't give a false testimony in the court of law, that kind of stuff as well. That's don't what accuse I thought people. it was. Yeah. Well, it is. It is that don't don't accuse people of a crime they didn't actually do that kind of stuff. But now I think it's actually saying more that the deceit, including the including the mass media deception, because yeah. that's a false report. If if you say somebody attacked you and they didn't, that's a right. false report, right? Yeah. And you know so, what's interesting? Uh, this was written way before the mass media was even created, and the social media. Well, Mind control. Yeah, they still had they still had narratives, though I, I would imagine, because they had if anytime you have a government or a king, yeah, they use narratives to you know control the masses, like it says there. 
that what a great verse that is. Do, you must not follow the masses to do evil. Well, yeah. guess what? Ninety percent of the world just did exactly that. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oops. <laughs> and I'm still waiting for justice on that one. No, it ain't going to happen until uh, the second coming. Yeah. I think, you know, there's no justice. I mean, do you see that guy in England? There's some politician in England just gave a speech in Parliament there and uh, about the excess debt. Oh, you can't say that either. Excess deaths. Oh. And, and, like, and there were, like, you know, normally there's like hundreds of people in this room in the, you know, the government building in, in the U.K., and there was like five people there, you know, um, five politicians, five other politicians there to listen to him. And before that, there was like one, like the 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 person who writes down stuff was there. That was it. <laughs> so it's like politicians are not going to help us at all. No, they work I never for Satan. Even expected that to ever. Happen. They're working for the fallen angels. You know, yeah. I mean, it's like very clear. The Bible says that fallen angels are ruling the governments of this world and that hasn't changed you know well because people are wicked and they make wicked choices that's what it is there i mean you can't have masses to, to do evil unless people are actually are the masses that are doing evil you know and then they show up everywhere and control things so that's all right we were supposed to be outside of that anyway yeah yeah because it's idolatry as well which comes up very soon in this book as well the um so there's some something about the human the the wicked human heart needs to believe in false gods because the false gods keep us wicked you know what i mean we have this feeling like oh this is a god and we have this fake spiritual feeling about it but it's we don't really we're not really transformed you know we we hang on to our sinful nature by worshiping false gods it's a false spirituality well if they uh, didn't worship false god they wouldn't worship end up wanting to worship themselves as gods i think that's themselves the exactly yeah 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 be transformed yeah yeah we can god. be our own gods yeah. everyone like it says later on like in judges everyone uh did what was right in their own eyes yeah i right. watched a movie today incredible hulk an older movie <laughs> and the whole Which one with uh, uh ed norton i don't remember was it uh, did it have a lot of panels like a comic book no uh, this was that, that one a little bit me. older one where was that was that guy from the avengers in it the uh ruffalo mark ruffalo was he the hulk who, who played the hulk what actor i don't know i mean oh come on <laughs> i don't remember their name the whole movie why i started getting in, in, into it was because they were explaining the backdrop of this genetic engineering of this kid father injected himself with some whatever genetic engineering and then they had a baby and then the baby automatically was they didn't have to manipulate the genes the genetic engineering already transferred into the baby and then the baby grew up to be this guy bruce banner who worked in genetic engineering lab himself radiated himself with gamma ray radiation and then that activated the genetic engineering that made him into the hulk they've been manipulating trying so hard to manipulate genetic of people and then one of the outcomes that they want is this natural mutations from being able mm -hmm. to have babies born with this genetic whatever and then they're making them trying to make them superhuman and, and mm. i think that's still going on and that's just a that's movie. A, there's yeah. a tv show called the boys on amazon prime that's exactly about that as well they they yeah. take uh, what's called the uh, compound v they're oh, they're sure given this that. pharmacia as children and they become superheroes so so they're like gods the superheroes which i think kind of represents the celebrities which so i think it's a, there's a lot of truth 
that yeah. they are bio we have bioengineered celebrities who are the modern day gods and goddesses and they're all androgynous and i think they're going to perfect something in genetic engineering to really transform the human race into something we don't even yeah. No, that's that's the thing. It's it's the next generation. So yeah. the 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 uh, people who are being uh, experimented upon with the pharmacia, yep. their offspring will be yeah. altered as well. They'll so be mu- like the they'll mutants now. You know, they're mutants. Yeah, they're gonna be mutants, and then it's the X Men. The X Men. Gonna be something supernatural going on. But anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're trying to corrupt uh, corrupt the image, uh, change. They're trying to transform. They are. They're transforming humanity, and people are allowing it to happen. Oh yeah. yeah. So this is the they're allowing it to happen. The evil. Yeah, right? there it is, right there. See, no happen. one has ever. No one. I guarantee you, no one has ever read these verses in that way. No. <laughs> but hey Probably, i mean maybe somebody today, somewhere though, did and i think that's i never a very have good interpretation today we got we got to we got to highlight that um, yeah i'm going to highlight that so uh we've covered uh two verses no <laughs> one verse <laughs> one verse <laughs> next verse <laughs> yeah you must uh, not Go ahead. You must not follow the masses to do evil and do not testify in a dispute that agrees with the crowd to pervert justice, you must not show partiality to a poor man in his dispute. But, um, but the verse two, for, well, what does that mean? Because what's been going Shouldn't... on lately, especially, so they they love to make classifications, you know, like women, LGBT, like special classifications where they get special protected rights and then more uh... favoritism in court cases if there are certain classifications. I think what's been happening particularly lately is that they're trying to make equality all over the world. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, the poor people shouldn't be poor and the rich people have way too much. So the part of that whole great reset was to equalize everybody, the same pay, same basic income that they wanted to give everybody. Yeah, universal basic yeah. income. So the, the plan was to equalize the whole world of poverty and the rich, the wealthy nations into the same classification. But the Bible clearly says don't show partiality to the poor in his man in a dispute, meaning in a court of law, if you have a rich guy versus a poor guy, they shouldn't be looking at the poor guy saying, oh, he's so poor, let's give him a judgment versus the rich okay. guy could be in the right too. Okay, okay, makes sense. That's pretty interesting though, because usually, like the Bible, kind of you know shows more empathy towards the poor people. Yeah, especially in the New Testament. But maybe that maybe that's the point here is that like the poor guy might be guilty. So just stick yeah. to the facts. Yeah, yeah, because this whole chapter is about justice and mercy. So you shouldn't pervert justice. The entire thing is, in fact, this this is what it says. To agrees with the crowd to pervert justice. You should yeah, not do anything yeah. to pervert justice. Don't follow the crowd. Yeah. That's the thing, too. I mean, that's something we have to realize is that, um, I mean, it's not easy. You know, I mean, I've kind of been, I've, I've never been part of the crowd my whole life, actually. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. So I'm kind of used to it. But I think for some people, it's, it's going to be difficult to suddenly, you know, not be part of the crowd, to not be popular, to be, to have people hate you. To be ostracized which and, is a and very it, difficult life i have to tell you the ones that are privileged have never suffered in that way 
Yeah. To lose that, you know, where they're not wanted or rejected or whatever. Yeah. It, it's like just the emotional pain that it causes, yeah. uh, you know, in addition to the other stuff as well is, uh, it's not easy. So yeah, don't follow the crowd or, or at verse four, if you meet your, oh, here's a good one about ox. <laughs> if you meet your enemy's ox or his donkey going astray, you shall surely return it to him. Notice it's your enemy's ox, right? Yeah. So normally, normal human nature would be like, oh, that's my enemy's ox. I'm just not going to help it. I'm yeah. not going to help it. Right. No. But no, we got to love your enemy. Right. Yeah. This is actually it's pretty radical. You know, yeah. some of that stuff is, is the same. Like Jesus basically saying the same stuff. Right. And it's also saying because it's even like the property belongs to the enemy. You shouldn't just take it. Right? Yeah. We should do, even though he's our enemy, we should do the right thing. Yeah, we should demonstrate justice, even if they're not. Uh, it's a, like the Good Samaritan kind of thing. If you see the donkey of someone who hates you, so you don't hate him, but he hates you or him or her hates you lying under its burden, you must not ignore it. You must surely help with him. Yeah. So even help even your enemy's ox it helps the enemy <laughs> or who donkey who's in trouble. <laughs> or if your what if your enemy has a flat tire? You can Could you help him? Yep. Oh. I think that the love is there if you have it, if you're able to do it. Because someday that might be you, right? You might be on yeah. that needing help. You want people to have that enduring quality to stop and help you out. I've actually done this. A, 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 a guy I know who uh, who was a mask uh, enthusiast, he, <laughs> uh, he had a flat tire on his bicycle and I helped him. He was basically my enemy, but I helped him fix his uh, tire. Yeah, see, that's so, good. You're supposed uh, to. I always kill them with them kindness. No matter what they are, you know. I mean, yeah. I don't. That, well, that's that's that a good. Do. Point, yeah. That's kind of what that's that's how we're supposed to live as uh, yeah. Christians. I think. All right, you shall not turn justice away from your poor in his dispute. Keep far away from a false charge, and do not kill the innocent and the righteous, for I will not justify the wicked. Whoa, ju there's justification. Right. I mean, if you think about this word justification, right? Justice is the same. It's all it's all related stuff. And so I will not I will not save the wicked. I wonder why it didn't say do not kill anyone. Why it has to be Well, they they do have capital punishment in this uh law, yeah. in this in this uh covenant. Remember, I think we already saw that, didn't we? You know, the biggest um, thing that I hate the most is lying. And I'm glad that that's brought up a lot, not to like continuously don't stay away from false charge or making false statements or whatever because that hurts the most actually out of all the sins mm. the ones that's the most damaging is lying because then it's kind of like a cluster bomb you have no idea where to go from there you know? yeah yeah and then and, you know in the new the new heavens and the new earth the new creation we won't need these laws really because nope. people's hearts will not even uh, want to lie people will not lie hopefully there'll be no you know? reason to lie and they I, yeah there, there'll be no more deception it, it, it actually says yeah. at the end of revelation right so well he destroys we evil so i'm guessing all that stuff yeah no deception which is the main weapon the main strategy of satan does seem to be uh Deception. I think that all is signs and wonders. Way. Think about every sin that ever exists. What does it start with? Lying. Every single one. Like they will not do it before they mm. contemplate and lie into themselves and others before it actually happens. All yeah, even the sins that normal people make that I've made, you know, you have to kind of lie, you know, yeah. eventually at yeah. some point. You have to lie about it because you don't want people to know what you did. 
if you stole yeah. something or if you whatever you know it's like at some point you gotta lie then if you want to stop sinning it's like well be more honest mm -hmm. be, be honest and then you'll really you'll catch yourself you know when you catch yourself starting to think of some lies to tell people you then you realize oh wait i'm about to sin because i'm gonna have yeah. to lie about it later well that's so, just that um, the sin never really stays where it's supposed to right it just keeps spreading yeah yes yeah, so, yeah so sin and lies kind of go hand in hand and selfishness <clears throat> all that stuff you shall not take a bribe for a bribe blinds those who see and subverts the words of the righteous ah, a lot of people getting paid off these days right <laughs> i can think of our fearless leader you know <laughs> he, he's well, a lot of people getting paid off a lot of people getting paid off to uh to go with the the narrative pretty much almost all politicians have accepted bribery as a normal thing they all get quite wealthy um, yeah, they go in like their their salary is like two hundred thousand dollars a yeah. year, but yet they become multi multi millionaires, multi millionaires, billionaires <laughs> are hiding their money, and then all of a sudden they're flying jets everywhere. So that's there's going to have to answer to God eventually. Hopefully, they enjoy this life because uh, I think is that's all, they all they're going to get. Yeah, so like you could yeah. go fly in your plane now, but hey, we get to yeah. live forever. So see that's why yeah like we we kind of suffer in this life and they're they're having a good old time yeah you know for, but but then it, the future is going to be the opposite they'll be suffering and yeah. uh, we'll be having a good time I hope yeah. so I can't wait for that day it's exhausting also you shall not oppress a foreigner for you know the life of a foreigner seeing you were foreigners in the land of Egypt yeah you know, this is a big yeah. one because the world is being turned upside down with people being displaced everywhere. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And whether they yeah, well, that's kind of intentional. Legally, it's the same outcome. You know, like you're what's a foreigner, the outcome? Well, you got to treat them well. You cannot act like you own the land or you own everything, and they're invading. Mm. I mean, the people who made it legally here, including you know, I'm the first generation here, and I've struggled my whole life mm. trying to make them think that I'm American. It still doesn't register with them, even though I've lived here went to school here, did everything yeah. everybody else has done here. Yeah. But I'm still not the same, I guess. And then now they're being flooded by so many illegals that are now popping up in all the cities. And you will notice a big flux of them. I'm I'm noticing here. And you do kind of get yeah. mad, like, wait a minute, all these new housing that they're building, all this money that, that they're spending, it's going to these crossover illegals. That are being bust everywhere well and look they, at minneapolis especially that's a great case study of uh you know different groups of people they're kind of getting moved in i mean there's an agenda yeah, attached to it that you know a lot of the the actual immigrants themselves may not really know about the agenda or they you know they're not interested they just want a better life i suppose but they're they're kind of there there's an agenda to uh yeah, they're caught change then, the demographics yeah to change the demographics they get paid anyone who lives in across you know across the border who probably doesn't have a great life to begin with those are the only people that are like enticed i would give you 10 grand whatever it is seed money plus free housing medical care 
all these things that they're like, okay, I'm going to struggle if I stay here. Who am I going to impress? And then if I just cross over, I might get that opportunity. It's not their fault, right? So that's why I think God is saying, like, don't treat the foreigners with contempt because essentially we're all foreigners from somewhere. The people that are making these decisions that are destroying the towns, because what's happening is they don't have the skills. The people that have actually worked hard here, went to school here, you know, there's a certain standard that in order to even get a decent job, you have to meet. So you have all these flux of people that are totally uneducated and unskilled. And then then they're put into that mix where all these other people are, you know, having to train for years to even get that one job. So that's going to create that controversy eventually because they're not, they're going to have to pull their weight until they next generation catches up or whatever. What's happening in the world is just nuts, but I think we still have to act properly unless they're going to kill you then i don't know what to do for them because i always wonder like are they just gonna start their own armies and start doing well stuff? They'll, they're funded they, yeah i mean i think they're they might be used there's somebody else kind of uh, planning for that possibly yeah. um I've, I've i've heard reports of some of these immigrants are actually military people they're not just regular people they're military people and, uh, you know, if a war starts, no one's going to know the difference between the people that lived here or the ones that just crossed over. Well, then there's there's even, you know, there's more, there's more maybe it's more theoretical, but um, or speculative, maybe, maybe there's truth to it. But they're saying, you know, these people, these immigrants moving in, these military type immigrants are the ones who are going to enforce the, uh, the tyranny. You know what I mean? Because they're not really from there, so they're not as emotionally attached to the local people. So they will just follow orders. Yeah, they'll fight. They'll yeah, they'll pick up a gun and shoot you in a heartbeat. I mean, yeah, that you know the you know the the the, uh, our good friends at the World Health Organization working so hard to keep us all safe. Yeah, are going to uh, essentially control the world uh, starting next year. Oh wow! Well, let's see how that goes then. They they will be they will have uh, authority over every country and every human being. Well, they have Earth. the agenda twenty thirty already on fast track. They ha- they were but it, 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 yeah. So next year, but it officially kind of launches yeah. next year. And, well, like um, I always said that twenty twenty five is a big year for something, and then twenty. Mm, there you go. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So so probably the fall. Maybe the fall of um, 2024, there'll be the new, the next, it kind of starts, you know, and then in the spring, it uh, intensifies the uh, the next pestilence, the, the pestilence. <laughs> Hopefully survive that. And the, and the magic potion to cure it all that you'll all have to take. I know. I'm just getting to or my the, old uh, age and want to like just settle down. Or but the the robot like, dogs are gonna come hunt you down. Oh, I know. I can't even <laughs> run now. It's gonna take her like old people. I can barely walk these days. Yeah, can't run and hide. But it's 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 interesting. I was uh, walking by the river path today. And, oh yeah, it's nice. Uh, there's this little ravine uh, where I have the took the picture in the background. And I'm like, I was thinking, oh, as far as I can hide, maybe I can go hide in the ravine and set up my tent there. That's my fort. <laughs> we'll see. Well, now you just gave it away, though. I know. Well, I don't think I'm <laughs> going to give it far. So I'm You're just going to surrender to them, make it easy on them. All right. Law- oh, here's Sabbath. the Sabbath laws. Whoa. Yeah. All right. So festivals and Sabbaths. You shall sow your land for six years 
and shall gather in its produce. But in the seven, now this is talking about when they, after they enter, right? See, they, see the Israelites don't know yet it's going to be 40 years. They don't know yeah. that, it, you know, they, they think they're going to like enter the land next week. Right. So uh, you shall sow your land for six years and shall gather in its produce. But in the seventh year, you shall let it rest and lie fallow so that the poor of your people may eat and what they leave the beasts of the field may eat. You shall do likewise with your vineyard and with your olive grove. Would this you that? every farmer should be doing anyway. Mm. You know, like the modern farming, they don't let the land rest. It depletes the with all well, the- no because it's in, they, they're they going to lose the productivity and the profit and all that yeah. stuff right so uh oh, that's why they, did- they destroy the land and they move on to the next one they should just be letting it like this says every six years produce seventh year rest well it's because they're all competing and um you know it's all about the money right and then uh, what do you think about fertilizers is, is that part of it where they need to kind of get this fertilizer this artificial means of uh, production and then you got all the genetic um, genetically modified crops and all that stuff yeah that's been and now the new way that they're doing adding to farming is that they are taking human bodies making them into liquid and then spreading (laughs) that as fertilizer (laughs) so like that couldn't be any more disgusting than it is. It's a uh, soylent green kind of stuff. Yeah, but they're basically putting chemicals because you have to use chemicals to dissolve the human flesh, and then that gets put back as into the ground, which is way more harmful. Mm. Just putting out dead bodies everywhere, you know. All right. So for six days you are to do your work. But on the seventh day, you must seize so that your ox and your donkey may rest. Oh, very interesting. Look at this. So that your ox and donkey, like this is the Sabbath. So your animals can rest too, not just the people. And the son of your female servant and the foreigner may refresh themselves. Look at that. Refresh yourself. (laughs) There's the Sabbath right there. Yeah. I mean, they were talking about this at church recently. And that's kind of their point was like, we need a break, you know, take a, take a day off once a week to refresh yourself. Like that was there. Yeah. And some, a lot of Christians these days are who do, who do take a Sabbath. They're like, they take it on any day, really any day that kind of works for them. That's not tied to the uh, Saturday or that's Sunday. Kind of what um, happened to me. I mean, I don't know if it's right yeah. or wrong, but that's just the way. Yeah. I think it's okay. I mean, it's, I think it's okay. I, I was kind of indoctrinated into the, Hebrew roots a little bit. So I still think of Saturday, which is today for me. So it's Saturday, but and well, today, I, like, and after this, I'm going to, I have uh, two gigs. I got to go play guitar today at the church stuff. Is that really, I had a really good Sabbath last week, actually. I was exhausted and I just took a whole day and went to the pool and the gym and, um, and I just kind of sat there, you know, <laughs> for a while. <laughs> yeah. Rested. It was good rest. But um, yeah, I think, you know, so I think uh, not, you know, uh, not legalistic, but refresh, refresh ourselves and our, our, our employees, right? Mm-hmm. Employees. If you have employees, your staff, anybody, anybody uh, who works for you, everybody needs a day off. But it's we do get two days off. Saturday, I mean, the weekend. 
Well, that's the thing. About most of my jobs, I've always had uh, Saturday and Sunday off. Yeah. Of work, and also, you know, in the uh, I think it, it'll tell us this later on in Exodus, but the Sabbath was a sign of the covenant. Mm-hmm. It was a sign. If you think about the word "sign," right? When we when there's a legal document, what do we do? We sign it. Signature, sign, right? Sign, and the circumcision is or circumcision was a sign of the covenant, and the Sabbath is a sign of the covenant covenant so when you take back then so when you took the weekly sabbath on the seventh day it's like a signature you you have to keep doing it to show that you are in covenant with god that you're that those are that's your obligation that's part of your contract you know what i mean so Um, should we do it today no we're in the new covenant now so no more saturday sabbaths i don't think it has to be a saturday yeah even though it's um I don't think so. If you look, it's it's about the uh, healing because remember Jesus healed on the Sabbath, and they got all upset with him, and uh, he picked corn on the Sabbath. It's it's more about the refreshing, uh, the principle of it, I think, and also uh, looking forward to the uh, the everlasting life, the kingdom. You know, or just resting in him and call that the same. Yeah, I mean Hebrews talks about that. It's it's uh it's still kind of hard to uh articulate or to really figure out, but I think it's just keep it as simple as what it said. Go go up, scroll up a little bit, refresh refresh yourself. <laughs> yeah. I like that uh, you know, so I think um yeah, keep it simple, don't make it legalistic, uh Take a break. Just you know, take a day off work. Really, that's it. But the you know that the problem is in Judaism, they have like sixty different things you can't do. You can't even turn on a light switch. You know what I mean? Like there's all these things, and it's all legalistic, and they're not refreshing themselves really by no, doing all that. They're stuck on every little thing. I think I've heard they're all stressed out. Yeah, pushing elevator buttons because that would be work. I've heard that too. I'm like, all right, well. See, they're not in. There's no covenant anymore. They're not in covenant with God. The only way to be in covenant with God now is through faith in Christ. So Jews are welcome to join that covenant, but they're not in covenant at all with God if they're not in Christ. (laughs) So so their their laws are useless. (laughs) I think they sold out their privilege and went towards Satan to you know glorify him and their works. I think everybody's given a choice. Whether they were judged. They were judged until you know God. You, comes why was why was the temple destroyed in seventy A.D.? It was because that was judgment. Because they rejected Christ, that was judgment. And they were to be scattered and, all over the earth. And why are they blinded now for the two thousand years? Is judgment? You know, the first uh, verse, the first sentence, I believe, of Mar- Matthew uh, twenty four says Jesus left the temple. And if you just kind of read it, you but just think it's talking about him going. He's just going from point A to point B, right? But then yeah. if you think about the meaning of it, it's just like in Ezekiel, the presence of God left the temple because they were uh, committing all kinds of abominations in the temple. So Jesus left the temple and pronounced judgment on the Israelites, on the Jews. Yeah, because believers became the new temple. The presence of God left them. Their story, because I think it does talk about them mourning once they recognize that God's the one that they killed. A remnant, a remnant of them. Yeah, not all of them. There'll be a group of some of them. There'll be more Jewish Christians in the future, I believe, than there are. Oh yeah, I think a lot of them. I mean, but we'll see. I think we're just caught in the middle right now of (laughs) game playing. You know, whatever they're working on. 
Yeah. Um, all right. So uh, refresh. All right. In all these, in all things that I have said to you, watch yourselves and do not mention the name of other gods, nor let them be heard from your mouth. Sounds good to me. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I mean, that's a pretty important point, though, right there. Right there's, um, they were surrounded by the, the pagans who had all these different gods and stuff, right? And yeah. and what happened? What happened to Solomon? King Solomon, the richest, most powerful man in the world at that time. And smartest one. He, yeah, but he started he worshiping these other gods, and he made treaties. He, the first wife, I believe, was the Egyptian woman. Um, he was making treaties with these countries by marrying all these foreign women. He was entering yeah. into a political uh, alliance with them as well. And, and they're and told becoming, not to do that. He was becoming somewhat of Trump back then. Always yeah, yeah. He, he was the guy. He was the Elon Musk of his day. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um, but then then he he started worshiping these other gods. Well, that was his downfall. Um, but he knew that he should have known that he was the smartest guy ever. He's got like human all nature, and, and that was well. It was kind of that was a curse. That was a curse. That was judgment as well. And they they were in the land at that time with the they they basically had it right. All these promises about the land and the kingdom they had it with King David, briefly, so briefly, and then it all went to you hell. Know Solomon wrote <laughs> a bunch of these books. Uh, Maybe. Ecclesiastic is the one, the book of wisdom. Possibly, yeah. Uh, God said he, you know, he gave him wisdom and all the well. So really, he wasn't lacking anything. Yeah. Well, I mean, David wrote a lot of the Psalms and he wasn't yeah. perfect either. Yeah, I mean, you, you don't have to be a perfect human being to write uh, the Bible. You know what I mean? No, not the pages of the Bible. Yeah. So, um, but my point was you, that he had all the wisdom already, but still he screwed up. Like, then what hope? Yeah. Do we yeah. yeah. Well, it was it's human nature that we. That's why. That's why Christ had to die, right? Yeah. Because we can't do it ourselves. We can't do it ourselves. Yep. And now we're into the annual feasts, which I still think they're going to mm. exist forever. But we can keep. No, going. I think I no. <laughs> I disagree. Yeah, that's I fine. Know. No, you you can have your opinion. I I think. Um, and I was because I was I, I one of my one of my teachers. Uh, he did a PhD. I know you don't like scholars, but he, he did a PhD on the communion, you know, the uh -huh. Lord's Supper, the Eucharist. He believes that um, all everything is all, you know, like the Lord's Supper is the ritual or the sacrament that uh, combines all this stuff. All like that's the ritual we do now. That's that's the sacrament, the Lord's Supper, because we don't really uh -huh. Christians that's don't have funny. a lot of this stuff. We don't have a lot of holidays and like biblical holidays. What there's nothing really in, in, in the people went their own way. They didn't want God's no, I mean, no, no, no. Instead of having Christmas, why not have Feast of the Unleavened Bread? And instead of no, I'm talking New Covenant, New Testament, and the New uh -huh. Testament, they don't have any holidays. They have the Lord's Supper. That's yeah. it. Am I missing something? Maybe I'm forgetting something. No, I think they don't even have Easter. It only talks about the communion as the way. I mean, they wanted the gatherings, right? The whole idea was all these festivals were to gather the believers together. They gathered at church, you know, on a regular yeah. basis, and they ate together, and they had the Lord's Supper. I think it's the Lord's but Supper fulfills fulfills all. See, Jesus fulfilled everything. I so, if you want to follow the Torah stuff, the Hebrew roots guys, we got to realize that. The best way to be Hebrew roots is actually through Jesus. 
because he fulfills these feasts. This is not about Torah or Hebrew roots or any of that. This is just simply God saying, observe my holidays. Now, this is a covenant. In the land, though. In, this is so this the, is in the land, in the land. And there is no land right now. Not really. Yeah, but they're asked to. But let's read. Let's finish this. Uh, See, these these are all things they're supposed to do in the uh, land of Canaan that they that that they're not in yet but they're you know That's he's telling right. them what they're what to expect when they yeah, get in the land coming up over and over so this is not the only place so all these things are supposed to be done in that land keep that in mind all right these uh three times in the year you must celebrate a feast to me you shall observe the feast of unleavened bread which is basically the passover stuff right yeah <clears throat> for seven days you shall eat unleavened bread as i commanded you in the appointed time of the month of Aviv, or in it, and I believe later on they changed that name to Nisan, for in it you came out from e Egypt. Yeah, which would be what late? It would be like April, I think, for us, more or less. Um, yeah, and no one shall appear. Only relevant to them because God didn't take us out of Egypt. It took these guys out of Egypt, so mm. they had to. Do yeah, it. yeah, they were supposed to do it. Yeah, there's, they're absolutely. This is old covenant stuff. Yeah. They're supposed to do all this stuff. And I think, I think uh, Easter would be like the the during this week was Easter, right? Because Jesus was killed basically around the Passover time and resurrected that Sunday. So that was ha that happened during this week of unleavened bread, right? Mm -hmm. Um. So, so it's a you know Passover and Easter are very close. They're supposed to be really close to each other. Um, you shall observe the feast of harvest. Now, this is uh, Pentecost. This is a Pentecost right here, the feast of harvest, um, which we call Pentecost. Now, the, the first fruits of your labors which you have sown in the field. It's fifty days after the Sunday after the Passover or something like that, right? And Leviticus gets into more detail of all this stuff. So we're gonna a lot of the stuff we're reading. We're gonna see it again. So yeah, this is gonna um, keep coming up. But really, here yeah. this was really a feast for them after they harvested their crops. Yeah, and yeah, which is the feast of weeks fruits of your labor, just like in Cain and Abel story. Right, they were supposed to break. Oh yeah, first yeah, yeah, yeah. Some I think like the Book of Jubilees and Jash. You know, there's some of these uh, Second Temple Jewish Jewish literature. They talk about that. That was they. You know, they they fill in the gaps, which is not. It's not a bit. You know, it's it's extra biblical literature. But they always try to, you know, show that new. everything happened according to these festival days. It's yeah. actually a piece of Jewish propaganda. So it's uh, it's not inspired, you know. You can't. I I don't trust the book of Jasher or Jubilees. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, even this the is not yeah. new. This has happened very early on in Genesis, within the first few chapters. Yeah, I mean, it could have been. Yeah, I mean, that's what like Jubilees. It'll say like um like that Cain and Abel was happened on this day, right? No, um, but what I mean is that God required to like they were given the talent to go either herd. Or grow crops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Farmers. You're and supposed to offer God the. Yeah, yeah, they were supposed to give God their first fruit, their offering. Mm, yeah. To God. And how we do it today is going to look different because we don't do any of that stuff. But I think the idea was that I blessed you with all of these stuff and your jobs, and then you were supposed to bring me the first fruit mm. of your labors, mm. which it's I almost think like that, a tithe. Yeah, exactly. Um, a tithe concept, maybe there as well. Yeah. Yeah, but this is directly to God. You're, they're not tithing to the temple or to the right. Well, it was in their community, right? So they they were serving the whole community when they brought that stuff. Yeah, it's a way, you know, to thank God for the God 
gave us this food, so we're going to offer him the first fruits. Uh, then uh, you shall observe the feast of ingathering at the end of the year. That's the feast festival of booths or the uh, tabernacles when you have gathered in the fruit of your labors from the field. So it is related to harvest, right? I mean, every, every country actually has very similar uh, festivals. Actually, yeah. if you think about it, in the spring, there's there's religious festival where where I live. There's a huge water festival right around the time of Easter. Yeah, it's like the biggest festival of the year, and it's springtime. It's basically a springtime pagan festival. It's religious, although people don't realize it is, but it is. They're all religious uh, based. They're all pagan, just like Easter, right? The pagan version of Easter with the eggs and the bunnies. Yeah. It's all springtime, uh, you know, spring equinox kind of stuff. The sun, you know, it's all nature related uh, stuff. And so we see it clearly right here. This is also related to the harvest, right? Yeah. And the agricultural so year. That he's given them. They're out in the wilderness right now. And the yeah, yeah, this is talking about when they get, because they don't have any crops yeah. <laughs> right now. Yeah. Yeah, it's so, going to be uh, a good thing when they can finally get all that. So, in a way, you could say, you know, you could say the the pagans have uh, their their version of all these feasts, right? Um, yeah. But either way, we're you know we're supposed to offer our harvest to God and yeah and celebrate that. Um, Which I don't think so, we do enough at all. Well, there may be principles, you know, like there are principles here that we could certainly apply in our lives today. I'm sure. Um, yeah, but I think we ignore overall our blessings and how we got it and just not even have that thought that we should regularly be offering things to God, too. Mm -hmm. I don't know what that looks like, but there should be something. I mean, if that happened yeah. now, I would do it. If all these festivals were active now, people actually participated so you can learn how to do it. Yeah, but I think in the New Covenant, it's all um, it's different. This is Old Covenant stuff. So this is it's all it's fulfilled See, these things are there to we. It's fulfilled with Jesus. No, I know they are, but these are more. And, and that's yeah. a birthday party, you know, like people don't yeah. need one, but it's just kind of nice to have one. And I think that's part of why, like, uh, you know, Christmas and Easter kind of became these big so-called Christian holidays. Is people yeah. want these kind of you know, people like to get together, families get together. They're not really biblical, but people families get together and. You know, even my, you know, my mother will like call me at Christmas Eve, you know, it's like, you know, why? <laughs> I don't know why, but they, people just want to connect, you know, uh, yeah. with each other on those days, but they're not really, you know, it's not really Jesus' birthday, obviously, right? There's yeah, no, 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 there's no Christmas in the Bible. Nope. And there's not even Easter. I, I mean, I understand Easter, like I understand celebrating the resurrection of Christ. That makes sense to me. I'm not against that, but there's there's obviously a, a pagan way to do it as well, which is what most people end up doing, you know. So I don't know. It is Three like times it. in the year. Yeah. <laughs> You're yeah. not gonna if you go around telling people not to celebrate Christmas, they kind of look at you funny, you know. Yeah, they don't like, they're tied to it. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, I generally I people, haven't I celelebrated even Christmas. What people do. Yeah, I haven't done it in such a long time. It's yeah. uh, I used to like it. But then I realized that it wasn't what it's supposed to be. I used to like yeah. the fresh trees, you know, that 
whole gift under the tree kind of thing, gathering, you know, like the I, how they do it. I, I, I like the look of it, but obviously it means. Other yeah. 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 It's uh, yeah. It's, it's very pagan actually. Christmas yeah. is definitely the trees. And the, I mean, it's Where's actually um, in Jeremiah. They cut down their trees. Yeah, and yeah. You know, this is a little gross, but uh, in my research, I've discovered they uh, they would they would castrate oh. boys during that time and bury the uh, things that were castrated buried in the ground under the evergreen tree. Ew. And I think that represents the ornaments on the tree and yeah. stuff like that. And, and the presents, the presents are the the fruit of the soil after the offering. After the oh sacrifice. Oh my gosh, yeah. That's <laughs> well, then I guess horrible. Then they need to start wearing dresses. I just ruined too. Christmas for everybody. Sorry I about know. that. Maybe you should do that video <laughs> on the other channel. I've but talked about that many times. Christmas. Yeah, but I, I know I know the church I go to now, they, they do celebrate Christmas. I, I haven't experienced it, but they're going to be doing something. They'll probably ask me to play guitar at some Christmas event or something. So I don't know. Maybe I'll... Yeah, maybe... Figure out. I don't know what to do. I guess. God. I mean, maybe it's okay to you know celebrate the birth of Christ, you know, but why does it have to be at the winter solstice? You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, the whole thing—if people really realize what it was—I think they would reject it. But because people don't know, they want to have that goodwill and love that's already yeah for that day. Yeah. So just go with it. What else can you do? Yeah. I mean, yeah. 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 Yeah, I mean, like I, I used to get upset. People would tell me Merry Christmas and I'd get all upset. You know, it's like, yeah. well, come on. You know, I would just say thank you. Then I learned just to say thank you. Yeah, I mean, celebrate their <laughs> love. Who cares if they're, I mean, if they're going to stay blind, like, they're blind. You can't fight them. All. These are like atheists, right? Atheists yeah. celebrate Christmas. They like, do. what does it mean to them? You know, I mean, it means nothing. <laughs> and none of these actually mean anything. It's just like a holiday to gather and do yeah. Stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. You know, it's it's interesting. There, I don't think that you know we we do have Pentecost in the New Testament, and we have uh, the you know we have the uh, sacri- You know, Jesus was killed uh, on the Passover, basically, or the night before. What you know, it depends on which gospel you're reading, I guess. But uh, you know, they kind of appear, and people were celebrating these festivals in the New Testament. But uh, I don't think we're necessarily supposed to be celebrating them now because we're not in the land main reason we will be in the land in the real holy land that's the everlasting kingdom after the second coming that's the real holy well, honestly land. we don't have any training on what to celebrate the proper way so at this we have point, communion just, that's it communion yeah, it's, all, it's all it's all it's all communion is deep communion is deep yeah and profound communion even is, the communion uh, a lot of stuff is to be together as believers and do the communion, not by communion yourself. Communion is a sign of the new covenant. Yeah. That's a sign of the new covenant. Just like right. they, Sabbath was a sign of the old covenant, the sign, right? You sign the contract by keeping yeah. the weekly Sabbath. Now we sign the contract by doing the communion. I think that's what the Bible is talking about. Um, th- these are different topics to to dig deeper yeah, we'll into. We'll have to wait you know till I mean? we actually get to We'll the- circle back. Yeah. <laughs> We're going, right. yeah. Anyway, uh three times in the year all your males shall shall appear before the Lord God. I guess that would be at the temple, which doesn't really exist. They're about to make the tabernacle in the next uh, yeah. chapter. Uh you shall not offer the blood of my sacrifice with leavened bread, nor shall the fat of my sacrifice remain until the morning the first yeah. of the first fruits of your land you shall bring into the house of the Lord your God. Yo, here's a good one. 
you shall not boil a young goat in its mother's milk. Which is Oops. gross anyway. <laughs> well, I think that was a peg. You know, I mean, people are not sure what this means, but probably people, I think, you know, it makes common sense, right? It, people were probably doing this. Oh, I'm sure they were. Around them. Okay. Why? It was probably some kind of pagan ritual and a young goat in its mother's milk. So like a baby animal. So the mother's milk is kind of like blood. It's like a, a symbol it's of life. It's killing the goat, which is, oh, but, it's so bad. Well, But the mother's milk is a source of life, right? Yeah. And so I so think what happened is the pagans, it was like a magical thing, a sorcery yeah. kind of thing where here's this light, this milk, which is kind of like blood. It's life. You know, milk represents life. And if we sacrifice the baby animal in its mother's milk, that's going to be a better sacrifice. We'll get you know more fertile yeah. crops will get blessed more by the demons you know what I yeah mean? it is pretty demonic because it's not just giving life and nutrients but it's actually bonding with the mother and child so that's like a it's sacred death. bond that they're it's, using it's, it, to kill the baby it's life it, it's life yeah. it has now become death right that's why it's a great sacrifice that's why they sacrifice children yeah you know it's like life. It's more life. It's a greater sacrifice. Yeah. Yeah. So imagine the womb is like the sacred place for the baby, and the mothers decide to invade that space and kill it, which I think is the yeah. same thing as what's going on here. It's like abortion almost kind of. Yeah. You know? um, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's a sacrifice of children. It's, it's animals here, but they kind of expanded that into children as well. Yeah. Same concept. And you do see these uh, people who practice witchcraft and stuff. You see them pouring milk on themselves now and then. And they have this thing with milk, uh, bathtubs full of milk. You see that a lot yeah, in music videos. About a lot of that too, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's something about the mother. The milk is, is kind of like blood, I think. You know, it's the yeah. same concept. It's the light, the liquid that produces Except life. I think it's like supposed to be purity in a way that. Purity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's white. It's, it's yeah, it's like, it's very pure. And good, so they take something good, goodness, and yeah. They turn and they right. sacrifice it, and that's to to the to the demons, you know. Yeah, it's not easy pleasing the demons, you know. You got <laughs> like super. You want that hit song? You want that hit song to come to you? It's yeah, interesting. They want it, like very creative I, things to, to be. I've I've heard I've listened to some interviews, and this has happened to me as well. But I've listened to interviews of some musicians recently, and they all say the same thing: the like song they song. hear the song. Wow. See, and I, this happened to me. I, I didn't try for it to happen. I didn't mean for it to happen. But you just you just hear a song that doesn't exist. But it's like yeah. you're listening to the radio. But it's, you just hear the song, and then you have to learn how to play it. Yeah. So that's they don't really write songs. These people Funny they see. learn how to play the song they that's kind of given to it's them. Given to it's them. downloaded, yeah. and they have to figure out how to play it. Oh, well, what key right. is this in? And what's that chord? I can hear it, but I don't know how to play it. And then you learn how to play. This happened to me before. Wow. The best songs I've ever written. Yeah, they just come, you just hear them. Boom. But I guess the, it's where it's coming from. It could come from Spirit of God or who knows? Yeah. Human, right. You just have to know the difference. Because yeah. I think God but, also but, gives yeah. gifts and knowledge. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. We, we all have spiritual gifts, right? And, yeah. um, and for me, I was I was on a motorcycle trip for a week once and I had a whole album. Wow. I was he hearing it in my head. And when I got home, I had to figure out how to play it all and record it and all that stuff. Did you do that? But I wasn't intending. I did. I did do that. Yeah, to find it somewhere. It's it's uh, it's pretty good. It's hard, you know. 
and it was actually somewhat inspired it was kind of uh kind of christian it was it was a while ago a long time ago but uh but well, i think and, i think what these celebrities do though, i think what this celebrities do because they're in such a competitive field yeah. they do it they the the sorcery and all that the magic and the sacrifices they they've, they, fi they've figured out how to summon this stuff yeah. intentionally you know what i mean yeah, i think that's I what it is the people who go after these dark arts, they figured out that something must work where they can yeah. get extra knowledge yeah. or something. Because because they know they can't just sit down and write a hit song. It no, has to very be delivered to them. Yeah. It's You hear it and you hear it. And then you're like, well, I hear that song. They didn't Ooh. create the song. They don't create the song. Well, Bob they Dylan song. said... He, got, <laughs> he said the same they all yeah. say the same thing i was there was an interview about the singer for yes you know the band yeah. yes and the singer is about four feet tall and he talks like this but, uh, <laughs> but he's he said the same thing in great detail he's he wow. would say over and over i could hear i was the guy who could hear the song I think he and then he would he would he would and everyone would gather around him. He's a total new ager. Yeah, and gather around him to hear what he was hearing. It, they're channeling the songs, all of them. The guy yeah. from Metallica, all of them. They channel these songs. They don't write the songs. Well, that's why they they're channel. so successful. For yeah, you know that's why they're all satanic. Would say that uh, some spirit comes over her when she's performing, and she becomes yeah. this total energetic. They're all demonically possessed. Yeah, they they are idols. They are the golden calf. They they are they have a human bodies, but they're just like an idol, a statue, right? The statues yeah. in Asia were people. These they're inhabited by the demons. Totally, I totally it? figured if it out. If you are a demon who can't doesn't have a body, but you got all these skills, I mean, aren't you going to go find like the best of the? you know the litter of the crowd and then say oh i think i can make this person you're gonna inhabit a castrato body yeah that have great voices and you're going to uh, and you're going to be worshipped as a god on right. stage then taylor swift look at taylor go. swift yeah and 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 you're gonna you're gonna have your demonic images behind you this yeah. the serpent you're gonna have your master appear during that show as well Yeah, isn't it magical that they all suddenly figure out the same propaganda to put in their shows the same witchcrafty stuff i mean now they're all into serpent dragons i mean yeah. yeah i mean heavy metal right it's all full of dragons and uh yeah. crosses all this stuff you know and no i totally figured it out like it i i i put the i i'm gonna make a video i think soon about it. i figured out something else as well that's oh. uh it's yeah I'm, i've been getting a lot of good stuff lately oh, I, I actually you. made i made a video but when my, my computer crashed i lost that video oh, <laughs> that's too bad so uh, i actually had made the video already the yeah. latest one how she's i think so that one i had to remake as well like the last three videos i had to redo so they're not as good as the original but uh -huh. uh, yeah anyway well we'll so. wait for the next revelation then yeah, Taylor that Swift is, is a great example. To go, I no, hope. what chapter are we on? <laughs> Still the first line, twenty. No, yeah, because we're not sticking. We're not staying on topic. I know. I think I had oh, too much let's, coffee. Let's get through this chapter, and I think the next one is not too long. We can finish it up. Yeah, all right. Indeed, I'm going to send an angel before you to guard you along the way and to bring you into the place which I prepared. Now, could we say the Holy Spirit does the same thing for us now? Yeah. He does. I think so. I, I really do see a correlation between this angel of God and uh, the Holy Spirit, you know, some relationship.
S similar job. The only function. difference is that the guy lives inside of us, so he could obviously that that was the well. It's a whole yeah yeah. yeah. The, just like everything back then was kind of a a, a visual. It was all visual, right? They, yeah. they had this tabernacle and the Ark of the Covenant and all these laws. Everything was like laid out so we could see it all. Now it's kind of all internal, right? Yeah. It, these are the things in our heart these days. Right. Um, but, but back the Holy then, Spirit they, is active to guide you to things and places and to the promised land. Yeah. Well, the real it, promised land. Helpers. Doesn't they say that the Holy Spirit is the comforter and a helper? Comforter. Yeah. Exactly. And a helper. Yeah. I think there's a connection that hasn't been fully uh, understood yeah. yet, or maybe it has. I just haven't read about it. I don't know, but uh, we'll get there. Be on guard before him and obey his voice. Whoa. Mm -hmm. Obey his voice. Do not provoke him. For he will not pardon your transgressions, for my name is in him. Oh, this sounds a lot like Jesus right here, to be honest. Yeah. Well, Yahweh is <laughs> Jesus. Hello. Well, well and, and didn't they say, remember that verse we came across a couple of weeks ago? It actually said the angel of the Lord was Jesus, right? Yeah, right. Remember that? Exactly. Yeah. Like Peter somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. Um, well, I feel like we'll have to remember what verse. Here is uh, kind of making a separation here. My name is in him, but he's not saying it is him. Well, it's it's the same thing. It's yeah, because it's it's like um, it's very similar though. I think my name is in him. Is saying is like it is him. Yeah. But it's a, it's a it's a different kind of uh, revelation of him. Uh, a well, specific uh, later on. Yeah, but if you deal it, it's like the uh, Trinity, right? Yeah. My name is in him. It's it's the same thing. But um, it's all Jesus. But if you diligently obey his voice and do all that I say, then I will be an enemy to your enemies and an adversary to your adversaries. Sometimes that word is actually the Satan, the Satan. Oh, Satan. Um, but it's not, I don't think it is here. I think the point he's making is that I will be above your enemies. Like I will protect you. From yeah. To be there. Yeah. But in Hebrew, the word just means adversary, right? Or uh, well, adversaries also executed. been called Satan himself too. He's our adversary, Satan. Is. Yeah, yeah. Because that's means, what the word means in Hebrew. The word means adversary, or but yeah. it, but really it means attacker. It actually goes beyond. We'll get. We'll talk about that later when it comes up. But uh, it, it's just a word. It's not even someone's name in the Old Testament. It's it's not used yeah. as somebody's name in the Old Testament. The word Satan. It's it's a it's a word just like this adversary. But this is not the word Satan here in this sense right here. No, but, and it's um, making a different point. Yeah, I mean, but we also have obedience now. Even Christians are supposed to obey, which is something, because I think they're confusing a justification with sanctification a lot. This happened the other day at, at a, a men's meeting in church. We were talking about sanctification, you know, how to grow spiritually, whatever you want to say it, but how to, how to work it out in practice, you know, how to improve ourselves and um, this guy was kind of wanted to debate, and he was talking about justification. And these are two different yeah. things. Do you understand yeah. what I'm saying? Do you know the difference? Uh, well, justification uh, is a completely different meaning than sanctification. Yeah, but people, people think people. A lot of Christians are only think about justification, which is like I'm saved, right? I'm I'm saved through oh. the blood of Jesus. And then, well, but what? What next? What next? Voice. I mean, since God lives in us, so that means the whole point. I think one of the greatest sins is that you're rejecting the voice of the Holy Spirit. I think they said that's the unforgivable sin when you reject the Holy Spirit. 
So part of having the Holy Spirit, if you accepted the Holy Spirit, you accepted faith in God, then the Holy Spirit is supposed to guide you, comfort you, be the helper, gives you that inner voice that you probably have to work out some things. And if you're going against the Holy Spirit, then you're essentially rejecting the truth because the yeah. idea of God is truth and love. So if you yeah, don't it's like you're what going, he says, yeah. then... And, I, and for me, I just, I simplify, yeah. Yeah, there's 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 uh, punishments and reward. There's rewards and punishments. But it's just like a job, right? I mean, for me, I maybe this isn't the best biblical analogy, but for me, I simplify it by thinking of it like a contract, a job contract. You sign it, um, but and if, if and if I want? break the rules, uh, if if I show up late to work every day, I'll get fired, right? Yeah, but God isn't not even making up laws like that where you have penalty and reward kind of thing. I think it's just like when you say when you love God, you're actually wanting the truth, and you're you want to accept and follow that truth. You know, like today I was watching um, a video on the new movement of conservative Christians who are calling themselves conservative Christians, but they're now allowing this new idea of uh, gay Christians, ah. um, you know, which oh. the Bible is very clear on that topic. Oh, wait, wait, wait. The, the conservative Christians now yeah. allow gay, for gay Christians? Well, yeah, they, they want to include that. To and they're still consider themselves to be conservative. Yeah. Conservatives and they're saying that not only like allowing acceptance of gay yes. agenda and all the laws that help support them, the marriage, the adoptions and all those other things, but also bring them into the church and accept them as practicing homosexuals who are saying it's impossible. Uh, it's impossible to defend that biblically. Absolutely. Yeah. 100% impossible. Exactly. So that's the point that I'm making. Like if, you love God. You're not saying, well, because God told me this is what I have to do and I will follow it all. And that's how I'll become a good, good Christian. What it's really saying is that if you love God, you want the truth and the truth, he tells you what it is. And if you follow that truth, it's very simple. It's not hard work. It's not laborious. You just have to defend the truth rather than go along with the lies and whatever the culture is of the day, right? Yeah, I, think I, lost I, mean, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's just it's like saying, um, "Well, let's have practicing adulterers." Yeah, in, and in our church, them. yeah, our priest, our our pastor is a is a uh, pedophile. Really? What's wrong with that? No, I know. I'm just saying oh. as an example. <laughs> no, my my pastor's <laughs> not a pedophile. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, if you keep going down that road, your pastor is going to be gay. There's a lot of yeah. lesbian pastors out there for some reason, and but there's uh, no trans place to stop. Pastor is going to be tra trans is where they, yeah. it's all headed. That's the that's the goal because Adam and Eve were one person, right? According to uh, yeah, and they they're the going to show systems. up in church and they're going to say they follow Jesus, <laughs> right? They're going to exactly. say that. you're going to have yeah, all yeah, these yeah. things that you know it's wrong. It's going to show up in the church and then the all the it is it already has. Yeah, they're they're baptizing uh, trans people now, and like then they change their name, just like like Jacob's name was changed and stuff, and yeah. they, they go through this ritual to a gender yeah. change ritual, and they do it at church now. So are oh, they yeah. really diligently obeying, obeying God's voice at that point? No, they're obeying their own voice or the yeah. demon's voice. They're obeying somebody's voice, but it ain't God's. Oh. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so it's not work. It's not hard. It's just. <laughs> The only reason why you obey it because you know that's the truth. 
Yeah, yeah. Obeying is not it's not hard. And it and God allows people to make mistakes. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's not like he demands perfection, but no. he demands loyalty and, and obedience, you know, the best we can. If you make a mistake, you you humbly admit your mistake. You confess your sins, right? Yeah. And um he's not demanding absolute perfection to the letter of the law for these oh, people because yeah, yeah. they had the sacrifices were to atone for their sins. So that was grace, actually. These sac animal sacrifices, he, it's not like God loves killing animals. Yeah. God had to do it because people were sinning, even these, these people here. But it was like a mercy thing to, okay, you sacrifice these things, then you can, you know, you see what horrible, you see the consequences of your sins, but they had to do all these sacrifices because they sinned. Yeah, you know I mean? and he gave us free will. So that and there's, but there's a difference between, yeah, make a mistake or just uh, turning your back on God and saying, "I'm not even going to be part of your your uh, covenant." That's that's a totally different type of sin. You know? Yeah, people can make that choice voluntarily, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so that's uh, fine. They get their judgment. Eventually. And that's why you know later on that guy is killed for for not keeping the Sabbath. It's because. Yeah. Because he's, it's not only did, it's not like he's making a mistake. He's actually saying, "No, I don't want to be part of this covenant." That's really yeah. What he was he's rejecting the contract. Yeah, yeah. He right. didn't. He didn't show up to work. The that punishment day was death. So, yeah, for rejecting God's way, rejecting God. Twenty three. My angel, for my angel, will go before you and bring you to the Amorites and to the Hittites and the Perizzites and the Canaanites, the Hivites, the Jebusites. And I will completely destroy them. Whoa. And there's a well, reason see, why he was going to destroy them. What's that? Because of they had all these other gods. This is in the next verse right Yeah. There. Now remember, here, I'll just read this real quick. Genesis 15, 16. All right. So it says, uh, and they shall come back here in the fourth generation for the iniquity of the Amorites is not yet complete. The iniquity so of the, people. or the sin of the Amorites yeah, so that's it's already kind of been decided to uh, to allow these people to become even greater sinners in a way, and and they're kind of this is kind of judgment on them and their gods, their false gods, yeah. the fallen angels ruling over these groups of people. They're all going to be judged and punished for being so wicked, and they were practicing child sacrifice, transvesticism, and all oh, kinds yeah. of abominations. Oh, These are the abominations. They were practicing abominations. So they're going to be destroyed. It, I will completely destroy them. And this is God's idea. It wasn't uh it wasn't like the Israelites decided to go well, completely destroy them. Fights. He's gonna Yeah, so the, the war going on now is not it's not God helping the Israelites take their land back. That's not what's well, that's not what is happening. People think that's what's happening. That's I not know. What, it's no God would <laughs> He doesn't yeah. like wicked. I mean, the whole thing, he keeps saying over and over, I don't like the wickedness that people do that are unjust, doing these ungodly things, following these other gods. So you think he's going to destroy, protect something that are still right now doing a lot of evil things? Israel oh, is really? one of these. Israel will be judged and yeah. destroyed by God. There I said it. I think it does I'm say that. Jail. Going yeah. to jail. Yeah, well, yeah. something's happened. But there will be a remnant of uh, Israelites who return into the true Israel. Well, they okay. will see God. They will repent. They will mourn. Says something about them. Some mourn. of them. Some of them. I think it's some. You you might say most. 
I'm a bit more jaded and skeptical. So I will say some, which is quite generous for me. (laughs) Instead of a few. (laughs) Well, we got a lot to talk about when we get in a New Testament. I think this will just help us build that story. Well, actually. What happened to them? The prophet. No, it's it's all in Isaiah and Ezekiel and Jeremiah. It's all there. It's all there. Everything in the New Testament is there. Yeah. But it's 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 concealed. It's concealed. Concealed in the Old Testament, revealed in the New. Have you heard that one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> well, I mean, All it's right. just one big long story, right? We just it's have grace, to- grace, not race. All right. Yeah. So uh got a few slogans there. Um you oh you must not bow down to their God. See okay, so can you scroll up a little bit so we see the pre verse 23? So let's look at the context there. So it's it's interesting, right? So I'm going to destroy these people, right? Human beings, mm-hmm. and then right away talks about their gods. So That's it's all connected, right? Because they right? were connected. Look at things. He, yeah, Yahweh is really at war against their gods as, as well. Yeah. Destroy their their false gods. Now, now, what do they do? I think what tra- it's coming up soon in Exodus. Didn't they bow down to it? I think. Well, we'll talk about that later, but very soon in the story, they do bow down to a, a an image. That they were not supposed to make. You mean the golden calf that they created? Yeah. Although they they may have thought it was Yahweh. We'll we'll talk about that later. But mm-hmm. you must not bow down to their gods or serve them, or do according to their practices, which is what Solomon did. And a lot, lots of these people do it. The whole Old Testament is about Jews doing exactly this. I can do a lot of other stuff, but I don't think I would worship idols and false gods. If I already met and talked to God, as these guys did. So I don't know how they're able to do that, honestly. Well, well, later on, see, but it was the ones the, the ones later on did that. These yeah. ones here, they were just kind of uh, childish and um, ignorant. They were confused. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm, I'm trying to be very generous. and I know, uh, you could be yeah. their, their fearless. But later, later generations, they just kind of forgot about God again, just like the, they did when they were slaves in Egypt. They just kind of forgot about God, you know, and then they started worshiping all the other ones because the other gods have all these cool idols and statues and festivals mm-hmm. and rock bands. Yeah, the festivals are mesmerizing, right? <laughs> they have all these awesome concerts, you know. That, <laughs> yeah. You know, the old saying was like, it? you know, it's, it's the yeah, concerts. Well, like in the 80s, we used to say like, yeah, you know, Satan, Satan knows how to rock, you know, he, yeah. he, has, all, he has all the best music, you know. You know, when I was <laughs> visiting my niece's um they were going to the Taylor Swift concert. I even told them, like, don't go. <laughs> I was like the devil at that point telling them not to go, even though. Well, yeah, you can't stop yeah. people. That, well, no, let them go. But, but they then worshipped say, hey, uh, you know. Taylor Swift, basically. Well, Taylor well, Swift is a five foot eleven, five foot eleven goddess. Yeah. Androgynous goddess. Did, tell All you got to do is tell, tell them, hey, did you know Taylor Swift is five foot eleven? But to them, they, you know, they, they like the fact that she made, like, billions of dollars because her merchandise and her concert she's a she has her own billion dollar economy now yeah oh yeah yeah absolutely and so they see this woman well there's a man no no her his, man, his manager but the manager the man perspective the manager is doing all that yes the yes, manager yes, yes. is doing all that taylor swift only has four chord progressions in all of her song his song sorry it's his their their songs. Yes, they don't want to see 
him as a he. They're like commercials, right? I've only heard a couple of the songs, but they're they're kind of like they remind me of like a McDonald's commercial or something. Yeah, Coca Cola. There's commercial. something mesmerizing about her that all these kids and adults uh, yeah. are following. I don't get it because I don't even like her song. For some reason, she has this presence that's way more than. Because like, it's a man. I, I it's a Michael man dressed Jackson like a woman. Thing. It's 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 the androgyne. Yeah, they have a certain magic, you know. They, I feel like is casting a spell on the people that are talent. Oh yeah, Taylor you Swift know? is all that little hand signs. There's all kinds yeah. of demonic activity going on there. But like Michael Jackson was bigger than life. Tons of followers around the world. He had a lot of talent. You know, the which you can say, okay. Yeah, yeah. He definitely that, had talent. Yeah, yeah. Taylor Swift for me does not have any talent. No exactly. talent at all. That's what I don't get. Not a good singer. Not a good singer. No. The songs are very simple. There, but there's something. It's hearts and minds. It's captivating the hearts and minds of young people. I think most that's of the, the audiences are young get. teenagers. Yeah, I don't think any adults are into Taylor Swift. You know? Oh, there are adults too. You'd be surprised. They go love these concerts. If you watch her concerts and some of the videos, you'll see them chanting. It's a, it's Wonder Woman. Taylor yeah. Swift is basically Wonder Woman. That's what it is. You know. All right, back to God. <laughs> but the, the people are idolaters. That's why they go. See, there's only yeah. one Taylor Swift at the concert, but there's thousands of people, th thousands of idolaters worshiping the one idol, right? Yeah, but so I really, think they're possessed it, because it's I just don't people. get it. Yeah. yeah. I almost blame the people more than Taylor Swift, right? Yeah. I mean, both of them are to blame, but the the I, the, the idolaters, it's on them. Oh, there's definitely them because they want it. They're the one who are giving her billions of dollars. Buying exactly. her merchandise, you know. They want to be in team. They want to be a part of the team. Taylor. They want yep. Taylor is their god, and they want to be in covenant with Taylor. They think Taylor Swift is going to help them somehow. I think they're figuring that maybe they can channel. But I was, you know, I used to go to the, you know, Iron Maiden concerts, and they had the yeah. dragon. You know, I used to go to all the rock concerts, and I was drunk and whatever. See, and those are just... different. Like you enjoyed <laughs> the atmosphere of going to someplace public, an event. But now I feel like all these concerts are way more. They're like a spiritual. It's a function. worship service. ACDC. They, everyone in the I went to a concert, uh, ACDC concert. First one was almost was like 20 years ago. I didn't see them in the 80s for some reason. But um, in like 20 years ago, I went to an AC or fifth, whatever it was. They pass and they still do it today. They pass out devil horns to everyone in the audience. Yeah. And they all put on these glowing red devil yeah. horns that are lit up. <laughs> And it freaked me out. I didn't know they did that. So I went to this concert like 20 years ago with a friend of mine. And like the music was pretty good, I thought. It sounded yeah. really good, right? And a good show. These guys are like uh, working hard. And Angus Young is running around playing guitar. Yeah. And the singer was good. But it's like they're all like, you know, five feet tall dwarves or something. Or yeah, they yeah. might be women. I don't know. Everyone in the audience put on the devil horns. It's like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, this is freaky. I mean, that's a worship service. About God. They're just that serving. is a worship service. Yeah. I mean, that's their you know. God. They're happy about it. They get their shows. It's fine. I don't care. All right. Where were we? So it's, nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. No. All right. Um, I don't think I finished the verse. I can't even finish the verse before I know. we go off on some tangent. <laughs> you must not bow down to their gods or serve them or do according to their practices. Yeah. The practices, right? Yes. We no know what those are. And they're the same as they are now, but they're secret. You know, that's what the they're kept hidden. But you shall utterly overthrow them and break down their images and pieces. Yeah. yeah good luck trying Whoa. that now. Kind of a spiritual warfare kind of thing. So you can see it's yeah. like 
It's it's all kind of a spiritual, right? So it's a it's about this idolatry. My parents' home, the older home, they had idolatry image of some god that they probably got from Thailand or something. And I've been wanting <laughs> to throw that out forever. And I think they finally sold it or something when they moved. But I knew right away yeah. when I saw that that idol in the house. I wanted to do this. I wanted to break it down into pieces. Yeah, fine to do it, so I didn't do it. Oh, there's so I see these every day. You know, they like they sell them on the side of the road and stuff. Yeah. All these idols, and um, you know, and then tourists will think, oh, it's just some cultural thing. Oh, that's just right. their culture. They have these things. Yeah. It's like no, this is like a demonic thing. Yeah, and so, those demons yeah. you can see right there hanging out with you. What do you yeah, do then? Um, well, they were told to break them down. I think we're too. Shall, yeah. Well, here it says. Uh, well, that yeah, because they because the see these the the land of Canaan was occupied by them. Those those people and their gods and they're practicing these abominations, which a lot of it's they were not just right. This this covenant that we're just reading about that the laws, the book of the covenant. It's all about justice. Love God, love your neighbor, and the people living there were not living according to God's ways. Right? Um, they're nope. wicked, evil people, and God wants to totally destroy them and destroy their culture and their gods and their ways. Because the well, whole thing is just corrupted with what the other people were doing. But uh, some uh, some of those individuals, yeah, some of those individuals could convert to Team Yahweh. And yeah. we, you know Rahab the prostitute, for example, right? Um, yeah, they so, come in as foreigners. Yeah, yeah. Some individuals did repent of that, right? Mm -hmm. They recognized who the true God was. Um, yeah, they got out of that. Some individuals, but generally speaking, they were all destined to be destroyed. Um, all sentenced. They're all sentenced to death, essentially. Mm -hmm. uh, you shall serve the Lord your God, and he shall bless your bread and your water, and I will re remove sickness from your midst. No one shall be miscarrying or be barren in your land. I will fulfill the number of your days. And there, they, you know, you think you hear about these fertility gods and stuff like that, right? Yeah. So, he, so they That's mention these other gods, and the gods basically saying, I will be your source of fertility. Yeah, you don't need to go worship these fertility gods because I am the source of all fertility. Well, so far right. he's demonstrated that he controls the fertility of women. Yeah, but that's a big thing, you know. People go to worship these other gods thinking they'll get like a shortcut, either, or yeah. uh, you know, they're a little faster. They'll move a little quicker to bless me somehow. I need some money. I need a, you know, somebody's sick, or you know. And I've I hear about people here doing that kind of stuff, you know, like they get desperate. They just they don't any god, any god, please help me, you know. Well, there's more stories to this fertility thing, trusting God or trusting the culture. When I was in this young church a little while back, probably seven years ago, there was a story that came up where one of the Christian women was having trouble or wanted to have children, but was having trouble. So they went to the IVF or fertility clinics, try to help them get pregnant. So the question came up, is that really trusting God or is it okay to use the medical system to make that happen? You know, I didn't have a clear answer whether that was good or bad because but reading all the stuff now where it's basically god is saying i'm going to open up your womb or i'm going to shut it right so if you shut the women's womb christian 
women, then maybe that's for a purpose, don't you think? Or do you think, can you do the self-help? No, they may not be worshiping idols to get that fertility, but they are using the system. Well, well, what what if you said, well, maybe what if God has blessed us with IVF to help it? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that, was, uh, that was a saying too. Does it have to come directly from God or does God, because you could expand this to any medical issue, like uh, yeah. if someone has some medical problem, do we just let God fix us or do we let God bring a doctor to us who can fix us? Well, the easy way out is always choosing the doctor. Always. Because if you have an emergency, you're going to go to the emergency room. You know, I don't think people yeah. are really relying 100% on God for people to fix their medical needs. So, yeah, in that sense, mm -hmm. then that would apply too. They could use I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't know about some of these things in terms of application. You know, I, I, I would, and I hate to tell others what to do or what not to do. Yeah. But uh, in that case, you know, people should, if there are like a couple out there who want to have children but they can't do it naturally, should they go to IVF or not? I guess they should pray. For, well, pray any about number it, of ways because there's dozens. Pray of about it. Consult other people yeah. and uh, read the Bible and make your own decision. I guess uh, I don't know. I mean, yeah, because that's such a such a heavy thing. Right, such a personal thing. Comes out. Like in the olden days, I'm sure they turned to idols because they probably didn't have any medical system anyway. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's what they would do. Um, I think it works, right? IVF would work. Uh, it tends to create twins. That's why I think a lot of these celebrities are bioengineered. They're, I, they're a product of IVF because there's so many twins, you know. IVF is really impregnating or creating the embryo outside the womb. So IVF doesn't do mm. genetic engineering. Now they are doing But, but they can, but they can yeah, do it. Can. See, you now they're I mean? creating babies from stem cells. They're creating embryos from stem cells. They don't yeah. need a sperm and an egg anymore. And they're doing all kinds of <laughs> things. They have a three-parent baby, which can only yeah. be done through genetic ma manipulation. And they're yeah. actually doing genetic engineering to make them like prettier, you know, like perfect. See, there's there's a line that's crossed. Yeah, at some point, yeah. uh, human beings will cross that line where it's right. not ethical anymore, and it goes against God's creation. And it's kind of hard, you know, someone who's engaged in these things, they will cross the line. But where is that line? That's that's my um, question. Really, is that do you always just trust who you ask. the babies? Or do you just say okay? That well, like the line we're reading about right now, the line yeah. is very clear. The line is well before we get into trouble, right? Yeah. Um, you, you know, because even the sexual line in, in Exodus was, it's basically, um, you know, I mean, in the Bible, throughout the Bible, it's basically, you know, a man and a wife, right? That's it. Yeah. Once you go outside that, then you're ending up with all these uh, Taylor Swift kind of people running around. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, like once you cross the line, then there's no stopping it. So, so God's well, line is actually well before. Yeah. Yeah. Solomon crossed the line and look what happened yeah. to him. Yeah. So right. um, gets out of control. The floodgates yeah. were opened. You know what I mean? So uh, right. it's probably better. You know, it's maybe that's kind of, kind of a test for people to uh, go through as well. You know? Yeah. It's hard because life is really hard. So sometimes you're just tempted to go the yeah. route that you're. Yeah, it. Is, is it is it God's will for me yeah. to do this or not? Or is it my will? Is this what I want? Or is, does what does God want? What is God's plan for me? You know, these are the questions we should be asking, really. 
Yeah, but, but it's people, hard. Most, most of us these days are, what do I want? How do I get what I want? How will God give me what I want? Yeah. Like people, people are using God like a genie in a bottle. Like, hey, God, give me what I want. Come on. Well, hey, what are we <laughs> supposed to do here? I mean, come on. It's hard. I mean, we can't be perfect in every way and wait no. for things to happen on their own. No, no but that's the, that's the, uh, that's how, we, that's the maturity, right? Is yeah. Learning how to, uh, you know, yeah, once you're justified, what's the sanctification look like? Some of it, a lot of it involves sacrifice, right? Present your oh, bodies, present your members as a living sacrifice. So back to verse 27. <laughs> Someday we'll finish this chapter. <laughs> All right. I will send my fear or terror. ESV says terror. So I made a note that God is a terrorist. <laughs> <laughs> I will send my terror or my fear before you, and I will throw into panic all the people to whom you shall come. I will make all your enemies turn their backs to you. So he's going to kind of freak them out psychologically first, right? See, God yeah. is the master uh, commander of this army. Yeah, right? the, the Israelites follow God into battle. They don't, they don't do it themselves. And so, why does he want to do this? He's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna make them weak with fear, and we're gonna see oh, that happen see. later on. Yeah, he's gonna freak out the people, so they're afraid, and they, they mm -hmm. get all panicked. Although the enemy uses this on us now, right? That's the, the one yeah, thing. They, I realize this about mm -hmm. um, Alex. You know, Alex Jones is right. Yeah. Who I believe was a comedian named uh, Bill Hicks originally, but um, <laughs> his whole thing—he speaks a lot of truth, I think. But his whole thing is to keep everyone afraid. Oh yeah, that's Control, controlled opposition. Of dollars. Every every vocal intonation from him is to generate fear. Yep. Not exactly. only for money, but for for controlled opposition purposes. So they all do um, this. I realize all the truthers out there because <laughs> i was into watching a lot but you get sucked in and then and really uh, i realized yeah. at some point that this they were all sucked in for the enemy yeah you know it's fear yeah fear. yeah spreading but fear that's, that, that's what they want they they're winning yeah. yeah if we're if if everyone's afraid they are winning that's what they want well, that's how people watch them. They get their money, you know, like, I mean, how many views your cat video got over a couple thousand views and <laughs> 50 people barely watch this video, you know? So I think fear and all the propaganda sells a heck of a lot more. It does. And, yeah, definitely. And you does. see all those videos, but how many do you see that are not that, that are just goodness of something? Very few. So I stopped watching all that stuff. because Yeah, yeah. We're not supposed to be afraid. You know, faith, yeah. you know, um, there's a verse. I forget what verse it is, but in the New Testament somewhere, it's like uh, this world. I think Jesus said, says it. That you will experience tribulation and suffering in this world, but I have overcome the world. Yeah. And then the way they Jesus. make it seem like, the you know, the what's going to happen to you, what's going to happen to the country, the people, it's way more imaginative than what actually happens in reality. Like, yeah. even if yeah. we might go to tribulation, it might be a softer, like God will maybe yeah. provide and take care of it. But with those yeah. guys, it's like the world is going to fall apart that second and you're going to die. Yeah. And, <laughs> and yeah, and there's no faith. There's no reason other than yeah. these are evil people who want to. Uh, right. And you get. Yeah. They want to depopulate and control. They, yeah. it, it's all very material Every based. Day, you know, it's like. Yeah. So that actually, I think in that sense, I'm going to support YouTube. Because 
the other side has gotten out of control with that kind of nonsense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's like once you lose your sense of humor, you've kind of lost the... uh, the game of life to a certain degree. That's why, you know, I try to keep a sense of humor and, and even a guy I know from church, he says, you know, they, they want you to be afraid. You know what they, what they want, they want us to lose our joy. Like we should be joyful and celebrating yeah. during the tribulation, during well, tribulation, we should be joyful. Maybe we will. Maybe we're going to be like the Israelites provided for and you're like, yay, you know, because we know that's our uh, victory. You know what I yeah. mean? That's the, that's all right. not, so I will not worry yeah. anymore. I, I used to, I got caught up. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm yeah. happy yeah. to live out our simple life, you know? Yeah. Is- yeah. Even though I do think this uh, world health organization thing next year could be a major game. They will, changer, but but that's okay. Will, but see, we're not going to stop it. We're not going to stop it anyway. Right. No, we're not. But I think we can't stop. You no, know, they're forcing things to happen and happen rapidly. Where I always thought that people were going to change enough that they would bring it and want it. Where right now there's a little bit of resistance to. There is. That's, but power. that's why they need the control, the yeah. international control mechanism to bring about absolute tyranny more than a, a nation state could. You know yeah, I mean? but I think in the future, they would want to offer it like Christ-like. See, I always yeah, that yeah. one world or Antichrist coming to stage, whatever, that it was going to be Christ-like offering all these wonderful things to people where they're like, oh my God, I love this. I want more. Yeah, like a and Taylor they, Swift concert. Yeah, yeah, like the, the whole world will be a Taylor maybe, Swift concert. Maybe Taylor it's, Swift is the Antichrist. <laughs> she could, he, could <laughs> he could be. It may be like surprise, but anyway. Right. In fact, you know, I just read an article the other day. I think it was on Zero Hedge saying Taylor Swift for president. Oh, really? Seriously, oh, yeah. God. Like someone sent oh, me this could. article. You Taylor Swift should be president. It's like Zero Hedge is saying this. Uh, maybe well, it was. Maybe, sort of, maybe it was. Maybe it was satire. The first I don't female know. president. Well, not female. I don't know. I know, but <laughs> portraying it to the world as a yeah, female right. president. Well, she has a following and the money. I think she has equal or more money than Trump. Does she not? Because that's what well, we're... who knows how you know who knows how much money they really have. I think a lot of it's that in is the billion dollar well. category. Yeah, but they they work for a management company usually. I think I think a lot of them are not as rich as they say they are. Remember, you can't you can't really trust anything we hear. They want us to think they're so rich. Like but even the management company, the owner as an asset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, She's a slave. He. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. Miss, so then, if they want her to be a president, like Barbie goes and becomes president, she could be. Yeah, one. yeah. They're all they're all working for somebody, you know. Yeah. It, it's this this whole image of the the uh, self this you know the the it's kind of like the feminist thing, you know the uh, the strong powerful woman doing it all on her own, the CEO. That's on purpose. And, and, destroying. You know, they want to spread men. that message. Yeah. Yeah, they want to destroy men and then ultimately destroy women. Yeah, like I was. There's this uh, Rolling Stones have a new album, right? And then they had this little concert, and it said like the the they had a concert in like a small club with 600 people, and they said, yeah, it was full of A-listers, you know, full mm-hmm. of A-list celebrities. And well, what are the rest of us? We're all B-listers, C-listers. <laughs> You know, yeah, full well, of A listers. Well, the rest of us are a bunch of losers compared to the <laughs> A-listers, losers. Like, you're not getting that's, that's the message they're giving us. I will send hornets before you, which shall drive out the Hivite, the Canaanite, and, and the Hittite from before you. 
Well, that's good. He's going to. Well, that's what Israel heaven. should do. They should do that to Hamas. Send yeah. the hornets. Yeah. Why couldn't God? <laughs> if God was there, why isn't he using all these natural <laughs> animals to take care of it? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I will not drive them out before you in one year, lest the land become desolate and the beasts of the field multiply against you. See, it's all planned. He's got. He's seen all the angles. It's going to be a slow, gradual thing. Otherwise, the land would be desolate and the beasts of the field would yeah. be too many. They'd have to fight against the animals then. Little by little, little by little, I will drive them out before you until you become fruitful and inherit the land. You see, this could also be applied to us. See, we got to remember, we are like these people about to enter the real promised land, right? So yeah. maybe this is similar to what's going on now. Oh, I think you so. Know? Maybe he's preparing, the, he's saying he's preparing. Although, although for us, it, it does say, at, you know, at the end of the millennial reign, which I believe began with the resurrection almost 2,000 years ago, Satan will be let out for a short time, right? So I think that's what we're, mm. we might be in it. I think yeah, we're, we're in not it in the millennium where Jesus No, is no, no, the millennium, Jesus is reigning as king right now already. He became no. king after, no, no, G uh, Jesus became king after the resurrection. Well, he did, but the the millennium period is where physically we're going to be in that thousand year. No, 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 no. That That's one reign. view. That's one. That's a popular view. I used to believe. I like that view. That's the because future. There, there's, there's two kinds of people. There's future millennial or there's, uh, there's pre-millennial and post-millennial. No, I'm the future millennial. I think that's going to happen. We're I will convince you otherwise here by, by the end of this podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not this, not this podcast, but the, by the end of the Bible, yeah, yeah. you will yeah. believe otherwise. Well, let's see. Maybe you'll be the converter. <laughs> we, I think we, we each have to agree to change our view about something. Sure, I'll change it. Because we don't have all the answers, but yeah. I will not change my view on that. <laughs> well, me neither. But let's see. You will. You will. You just have. Right, we're like super. You haven't. You haven't heard it. You haven't heard the message yet. That's why. All well, right, then maybe so, we'll uh, have to do a podcast on that. So one. you don't know. You don't know. There's another way to look at things. That's. Okay, the, that's well, then convince me. You have another. I used. To, I used to believe in that. Until I used to believe. I used to believe. To when we get to Revelation 20. Yeah, which I'll be about 80 then. <laughs> And maybe I won't care what the view is. Okay, so here we go. 31. Oh, do we still need to finish 30? Did we finish 30? Little by little, I will drive them out before you until you become fruitful and inherit the land. I will set your boundaries from the Red Sea to the Sea of the Philistines, the Palestinians. <laughs> who? Who? I guess these people came from southern Greece or somewhere originally, like from the sea. They're like the sea people. They they did yeah. they're not native from there apparently they're, according to scholars you know like the Philistines and that's why they inhabited the coast. That landscape and the people change quite a bit as oh yeah from yeah. the history. So who yeah. knows? Maybe there you could even be Israelites in there. You know we don't know whatever they're you, calling well, the Edomites. You know the Edomites and you know yeah. that's why people you know the, a lot of Christians these days talking about the. Ishmael and Isaac and Jacob and Esau, right? And the Edomites. Yeah, that's that's God part of why they blessed Ishmael and gave him his own lands. But they're kind of en enemies. The Edomites, 
God hated Esau. Remember, God hated Esau. Hated and then they became Esau. the Muslims. See, they became the Muslims, right? So that's what the Christians are talking about. So, oh, the Muslims, it's Esau and it's yeah, uh, Ishmael. Yeah, but I don't know God says he hates you know Muslims, what I, mean? what I think. No, so, they didn't exist yet. Ishmael, he didn't hate, right? He loved, he gave. Yeah, yeah, he hated Abraham's Esau. Son, and he still blessed him, even though he wasn't part of the plan. But he gave him a nation. He took care of Hagar. Everybody was all good, but he did say that uh, nations were going to come against Ishmaelites, right? And then he was going to, or something of that sort, or he was going to come against many nations of that, right? So I don't think it's the fact that it's the Ishmaelites that are the problem. I think those certain groups, like the, the guy was mentioning, the Hivites, the Jebbies, all the ites, is because they were doing evil and wicked things. So they were like killing children. They were worshiping other gods. They were unjust people that we just read all the laws. They were doing all those things. They were sleeping with each other's family members. So they were doing these wicked things that God hated and had to drive them out and kill them all. Not because they're Muslims or because they're Ishmaelites or any of that stuff. It's because they were doing specific evil things. Because God wouldn't send Jonah to Niveites, right? He said, they're wicked people. Go tell them. And if they listen to you, they'll be saved. And they did temporarily. I don't know what's going on now, but I think certainly from all the stuff that we read so far, he doesn't care about where they diverted to. It's what they did when they started following false worships and false gods and the false practices. That's what he hates. Did I go on a rant? Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, that, good, that was a good rant. That was great. All right, nothing to add. All right. So, <laughs> all right. For, all right. So, I, I uh, for I will deliver the inhabitants of the land into your hand, and you will drive them out before you. You must not make a covenant with them or with their gods. Again, that's what Solomon did, right? Yeah. And a lot of the a lot of them did that eventually. You know. Yeah. Um, over time and you read about that in the old testament all over the place and uh that was the big problem really that's why that was the big problem right here and and note it remember um, remember we looked at the De deuteronomy 32 verse 8 where it said that god gave the uh, basically gave, god gave the fallen angels the, the all the other nations and yeah. he chose abraham for himself right so these are the god so this is kind of so he kind of set that up. So all these gods are ruling the other nations, and now he's going to overthrow them. So uh, we see it playing out here. Um, they, they shall not live in your land, lest they cause you to sin against me, which is what happened. Yeah, this right. is the bottom line. What do you want this, anyone yeah. to avoid to cause a sin against him when they start following these other things, right? And eventually, in the real future promised land, which is going to be the whole new creation, they uh, they will not live in the land. There will no be there will not be any more deception, yeah, or false gods and all this stuff, right? So yeah, uh, for if, for if you serve their gods, it will surely be a snare to you. They yeah. were warned. They were warned right here, and they they did they ignored this warning throughout history. You know, the Book of Kings or whatever. You see that over and over and over again, as we're going to see. Which I don't know why it's that hard. I really don't. I mean, I can understand all the other sense, but I think this one is like it's um, super easy. Once, but you... it's the it's the fallen human nature. 
Yeah, but God this is, is talking this is before about Christ. The people human cry, Christ human nature is sick. And they're led to it somehow. Yeah. So we finish finally this chapter. And uh, I think it's a good place to stop because because it, it's all law. But, Everything we yeah. looked at was the end of the, the law stuff for now. And we diverted and, a lot today anyway, so that's probably good. Place. Oh, yeah, all over the place. Well, well there's yeah, part of it is because the new narratives going on in the world, I guess, had to catch up <laughs> on that a little bit. What's the what's the end narrative that they're following? That this is God well, going to bring Israel out of something? Well, you know, it's it's the fear of World War Three ultimately, right? Yeah, I just spreading. don't think it's time yet. I think they've been pushing, wanting intentionally to bring about World War Three. The powers to be want a World War Three because that'll change the control level. That'll probably depopulate a lot of stuff on their own, where they don't have to come up with more schemes. And then they can form that one world because, like, finally the world was so yeah. bad. It went into World War Three. probably has mm. some nukes somewhere. Now we can control the world and we're going to form that one world thing. Where right now that transition isn't quite there. How that's Yeah, going. you got to have a crisis to yeah. make major changes. And you got to make people want the new change because that's what's going to keep you safe. Yeah. And, so but it'll, it'll all be narrative. I think it'll be a World War Three narrative, not an actual real war. But yeah. you know how the narratives work. It almost doesn't matter if it's real or not because everyone acts as if it were real, right? Yeah, so it'll be a World War III narrative. Then, fake nukes. Yeah, because what's going to come out of it, they're going to probably kill some people. And then the lasers. Their, huh? Do a laser attack and blame it on nukes. Whatever. What they I got all do. their arsenal. They can do whatever they want at this point. People are ready to believe anything. They don't want They've to. They've already, uh, in the media, has already told us that there's going to be a new 9-11 type of thing, right? Because now it's all about, oh, the we got to protect uh, the homeland. You know, there's a threat about, to America. And, uh, you know, there's, there's a threat to expats overseas. So, so there's going to be a 9-11 type thing. I thought that I already it, happened in Hawaii. I mean, how long ago no, was it? Only months. Nobody talks about that anymore. I know, but the that's media, the media doesn't talk about that because they think they think the people in the world think that was a fire. Yeah, but people died, right? A whole town was destroyed, and they all won't release sudden, the number of people who died. Yeah, there's, there's well, no body count. I honestly think when people start suffering, like real suffering, where they have to hunt for food basically that's what's going to start waking up whether they want well, to or not. i think the hawaii thing was a test you know because like it's an island right so yeah. you test out your little strategy there and they're going to do these laser attacks on major cities at some point blame it on nukes this is what i would do they never do things the way i think because they're they're mm -hmm. more psychotic you know they're they're better psychopaths than i am i guess but they yeah. uh, i would do Laser oh. some major city, blame it on nukes, and then have the World War Three narrative scare the crap out of everybody and relocate. Well, you know those kind of places that are going to be like New York City, London, or oh, it could be city. Cleveland. Cleveland, get rid of Cleveland. <laughs> Nobody wants it. <laughs> well, I don't care about that. I Anywhere, I, I think that's just getting into a new level of wickedness. Too. Oh, I, you know, know what a, ma a major, a major psychological uh, symbol would be the White House because we've seen that in so many oh, movies, yeah. right? Well, White seen, House yeah, down. The the White House will be destroyed, and that, well, and that, that, that would, symbol that 
then all the Americans would just be like, we'd just be in shock. They're just like, oh, they would be because that's their it's their yeah. idol. Right. That would be a good one. That would be if they wanted to. Yeah, that's what I, it's got to be. It's got to be. See, they always got to take it to the next. It's got to be shocking. We're used yeah. to nine eleven. That's nine eleven itself. They can't just do a couple of buildings. No, no they, they got to do a whole city. city. Yeah, but that means that you know they would. Um, I think usually the death count isn't that high in these things, so it would they would have to actually kill. And that, that what they want now is much bigger. If they're really trying to reduce the population, it's got to be shocking. It could be the alien, you know, the alien narrative combined. The, they still got a lot of cards up their sleeve. They got World War Three <laughs> narrative. They got the alien narrative. I mean, these game changers. I just don't think it's Total time. Yeah, so I don't even care. It's not time. It's it not. Is. This it's is time. Not like, yeah, I mean, make it's your babies, grow them up, have them retire. You're still going to be around. For no, 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 no. Yeah, no. no, I'm not. You don't think so? I'm. I'm. You're ready to check out. My body is. I can barely walk. All yeah. Right, so ask days. God to heal I am you. sick. I am. I am in so much pain that um, now it's not all about me, right? So, but I think um, there's Why a reason. For, personally, the reason. Uh, arthritis though there's my my body's shutting down but um but i'm there's a re i think for me suffering physical suffering is to increase you know I'm, it increases my faith of the new the new spiritual bodies we will get in the future right yeah but you still have to take care of the one you got here now you can get better it's, i'm doomed well you're not <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't expect to be around. I, I honestly, seriously, I don't know how much longer I'm going to be alive. Um, and then when, alive when you know, finished a Bible study, which is at least 20 years from now, the pace that we go. <laughs> so you're good to there. I ain't going to last that much longer. I'm pretty yeah, sure about will. that. But uh, yeah, but I can still uh, play guitar. I got to get a lighter guitar. My guitar is really heavy, but uh, change your food, um, something different. I don't know. I'm just thinking, you know, your World Health Organization. Yeah, you do have to. It was we. Yeah, we always have to stay optimistic and start and be involved in doing stuff, right? Creating things and um, well, you got to live your life till the day that happens where they said no more life, but that hasn't. Yeah happen yet they're trying you know that cartoon pinky in the brain you've seen that have you not no, seen no no i don't know any <gasps> of this gotta kind of see that one so Never the heard of, it. of this little mouse there's this little there are two mouses the crazy fun loving mouse the skinny one the tall one uh he's pinky and then the short like hitler mouse is called the brain. So every day he's scheming like how to take over the world. And his line is what? And and the pinky mouse says, "What are we gonna do tomorrow night?" Well, the brain always answers, "We're gonna try to take over the world." So that's like the famous. I probably butchered it, but you gotta see the cartoon. So that's why I look at all the stuff that's happening in the world. Is like the brain is just constantly working to destroy the world but then pinky's just happy go lucky little mouse and like hey okay you know yeah. there's nothing you can do about it yeah people can pray but you still gotta live your life until something happens you know we made yeah, it this way. yeah no i'm just i mean i think sometimes you know suffering happens for a reason and um yeah and it's nothing good 
I mean, I suffered a lot and I don't know. I don't know what I can say that came out of it except for suffering. <laughs> you know, I would have much rather been the happy-go-lucky mouse. Well, faith, I think, yeah, we can increase, it increases our faith. Tribulation is, is there for us. We experience, we have to go through the tribulation to uh, test our faith, to refine or be in faith. In fact, I think maybe that's the only thing that came out of my suffering is that yeah. I saw God where others in the same family DNA did not. Um, but he always has a purpose. He has a purpose for you and he st still has something for me, I guess. But you're not listening. You should try different foods, healthier ones. I have arthritis too, and the way to keep that at bay is to get rid of some of the toxic stuff, the food, and then also keep moving because I get stiff, like super stiff. If I yeah. sit for too long, I can't get up. But once I get moving, then it kind of helps me out a little. And since I've been sick for a couple of weeks, I didn't go to the gym, and now I'm worse shape than i was a few weeks ago so yeah i'm getting really out of shape because i could barely i could barely walk uh i couldn't walk at all for a couple of weeks ago but uh what about uh, now do you go for walks i can walk i walked a bit yesterday i, I was going for walks until i couldn't walk anymore <laughs> well I'll keep you can't walk you can't go for a walk you know what i mean <laughs> no, you gotta keep walking that's the only way because that's i think it it yeah. arthritis is something in some chemical that kind of makes everything stiff um but then there are chemicals uh, loosen that's it up. probably happening to the rest of my body that's probably what it is yeah I'm yeah very, yeah very stiff i think i have some it's an autoimmune thing you can yeah. reverse it don't give up I i'll you know, i'll email you good stuff. well that's anyway. that's one of, that's one of the problems it's not even the most serious one did you have your church pray over you you're the one who I would, I'll do that. Yeah, they they do. I'll uh, I'll try that. Yeah, I'm desperate enough to try prayer. Well, I'll ask everybody here, <laughs> the 50 people that watch this channel, please pray for Mark healing. You guys are good at together. The power of Christ, the power of the body of Christ. Let's all pray for his healing. I'm a positive believer that this can be overcome. And I want him to stick around to finish our Bible series and teach more stuff and become whatever he's going to become whenever you're done with your classes. So that'll be great. You got more things to do. Plus, I am always doing creative stuff. So lovely to want more of that involvement. Anyway, I will pray for you and I hope all you guys pray for him. So let's put that power together and make something out. All right. Thank you so much. Next week. Thank you. All right. See you next time. And we're at 24, right? Chapter 24. Yeah. We, and we, maybe, you know, who knows? Maybe we can, uh, you know, the, I mean, we might. So it goes from like 24 to like 31 or something. Talking yeah, about making some the. Speed uh, reading next time. Well, or just break that up into two more episodes. Do like six, six or seven chapters over two episodes. You know, we'll see how it goes. Like I thought we could totally easily do two chapters today. But yeah, we only got through too. one. So. <laughs> I so, know. Uh, you never well, know. That's the thing. You just never know how. 
it, it all depends because we're not just reading it. We're we're talking. Know, we're going off topic most of the time. Yeah, but we got to focus a little bit because they might get mad at us because they're like, we're not learning anything. We're just watching them. Well, I mean, so you know, we had to talk about some of the current events a little bit. Yeah, just, no, today's it's a podcast, fine. right? Podcast. Yeah. I don't know. People talk about it. But we're gonna time, speed so. up a little bit to catch up because I thought we're we were making it relevant. Oh. I mean, you know, it's it's like yeah, it's Old Testament stuff, but we're kind of. It's, a it's lot all relevant today. I like the verse about uh, not following the masses who do evil because that's exactly what's happening right now. That was very interesting. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't know that was there. I, I uh, even though I've read it, like it never hit me. Yeah. So it never gets old. I have everything that he's God said. It's always relevant for every generation. Which I'm learning a lot of stuff from all this now. I am I too. Yeah. Mind, you know. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Great. Well, thanks a lot. See you yeah, next time. Thank you. Have a good week. Bye. Bye.